listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Why do I feel so alone? Like everybody passing through the studio is in character as if he acting out a movie role. Talking bullshit as if it was for you to know. And I don't have a heart to get these bitch niggas the cue to go. So they stick around kicking out feedback. And I entertain it as if I need that. I had a talk with my uncle and he agreed that. My privacy about the only thing I need back. But it's hard to think of them polite flows. When Stefano Pilato suits all your night clothes. And Jordan sweatsuits all your flight clothes. And you still make it even when they say your flight clothes. Eyes hurt in front of camera phone, light shows. Life was so full, now the shit just being light pole. Always said I'd say it all on the right track. But in this game, you only lose when you fight back. Black diamond bracelets, showing you the basics. I can't live and hold the camera, someone gotta take this. I make hits and like a bitch that's married, I ain't miss. 24 hours from greatness, I'm that close. Don't ever forget the moment you began to doubt. Transitioning from fitting in to standing out Los Angeles Cabanas or Atlanta South Watching whole show embarrassed to pull my camera out And my mother embarrassed to pull my phantom out So I park about five houses down She say I shouldn't have it until I have the crown But I don't wanna feel the need to wear disguises around So she wonder where my mind is It counts in the minus But yet I'm rolling around the fucking city like your highness Got niggas reacting without a sinus Cause what I'm working with is timeless And promoters trying to get me out to their club And say I have fun but I can't imagine how Cause I just see my ex-girl standing with my next girl Standing with the girl that I'm fucking right now And shit could get weird unless they all down And so I stay clear, we from a small town And everybody talks and everybody listen And somehow the truth just always comes up missing I've always been something that these labels can't buy Especially if they trying to take a piece of my soul And Sylvia be telling Taz, damn Drake fly And he just be like, silly motherfucker, I know Fandango, my Mandango, we should do a movie. Groupies looking like the Yakuza in my jacuzzi. Excuse me, I'm on that ooey. My pockets look, my pockets are like, are life with Louie. Euros are different colors. My wallet look like a Kuji. He who speaking the least is Chief Keefin, the peace. Leaving seeds in your niece, praying that she ain't late. Spraying like that AK, now that shit my namesake. Bino, you so nasty, ass like an ashtray. Woo, hot fire! Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, today's a very special 7.30 edition on a Sunday uh, where I'm about to get my podcast marathon on, uh, fresh off a guest appearance on uh, BCCO Presents We Nerd Hard, uh, where I had to defend the Dark Knight Rises to a bunch of bitter, cynical adults who are no longer uh, able to appreciate the things of children um nope. it's a sad it was like it was like those broken toys and christmas movies and shit but i went in there <laughs> and i fought off all of them one at a time it was amazing uh you guys need to check it out so after i did that i was like man how can i follow this up because you know we need guests for the day and i reached out to some people and i was like who are my favorite motherfuckers that haven't been on the show in a long time 
pardon me other favorite motherfuckers but these are my favorite motherfuckers today and that is scarfinger and sherry's joy uh from the scarcasm live podcast uh first of all uh the first verse you heard voice you heard was scar uh so say what's up to everybody scar what up though chilling uh of course you guys can find him at geeksgoneraw.com uh the podcast they do is scarcasm live and sherry has her own uh casual conversation which karen was just a guest on yes and uh also scar has a uh, podcast he does the adjective j and rashani the dream team that's right the dream team is here um check them out man uh it's actually really funny and uh i i enjoyed i listened to it weekly um and uh i think i listened to like almost four hours of those dudes last week so uh i wouldn't do that shit if i wasn't a fan so uh definitely go check them out um and uh, have a good time with them uh, tripping and just randomly talking about I don't even know if y'all have topics no you know something <laughs> what happened was the first show we were supposed to have topics and the, the, this strange thing happens when the three of us get in the room like we just start going off of just random shit and just start talking and it ended up like the, o- the only topic we had pre-planned was on the first episode the Zilf conversation yeah that is the only thing that has been pre-planned. Everything else has just been turn the mics on and just start talking. Well, I can believe that. I like literally the titles <laughs> of the episodes are like "Lions with Guns" or some shit. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, that's not that's not a topical thing or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's something. As they just came up with that, it was just like you, you imagine how deadly "Lions with Guns" would be, and I'm like, who the fuck thinks of that? Yeah, Adam J does. Um, Very dangerous creatures. So yeah, man, make sure you guys check them out, man. If you uh, liked Adjective J on our show and uh, you like Scarfinger today, I mean, obviously this is a trial period. Uh, if you don't like them, fuck them, right? But if you did like them, <laughs> that's both of them on one podcast. Yes, sir. All we need to do now is get Rashani on here. We had a whole dream team at one point, and uh, you know, of course, Scar can never come on the show alone because of a promise mm-hmm. that I've made. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the Dream Team will ever be on by themselves because uh, Cher would have to be on the show in some form. Uh, sure, Scar's on there. Background. Be all right. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But Cher, just know that you're always in my heart and my thoughts. Speaking of which, the second verse you heard was the hot fire verse. You would think that she listens to royalty because her verse was <laughs> on point. Didn't fuck up not one word and the rhythm was right. It's Sherry's joy. So what's up, Sherry? Hey, y'all, what's going on? Oh, chilling, you oh, shit, you, she better than me. Roger be giving me shit. I be making my own remix over here. He be like, damn it, Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I do the lyrics more than Karen. <laughs> like, you want to hear some uh, ad-libs in the middle of the verse, like, damn, that ain't what it say. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, like, I don't think that's the way Ghostface wrote that. I don't think he put, damn, that's not what it say, and <laughs> as an ad-lib to that. Um, but yeah, check her out also on a casual conversation. Uh, both of yeah. these. Yeah. Now, Sherry, what's been going on with casual conversation? I've been seeing a lot of ladies nights, uh, over there. Uh, is, are, are y'all getting rid of all the men and stuff? Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's becoming a, the club for, uh, ladies only like every other week. No, no. Um, I'm doing the ladies night once a month. It's just been kind of a crazy summer. I have, of course, um, everybody knows who follows me. Um, we don't have our child. Um, she's been gone for a month, so we've just been kind of all over the place doing different things and visiting different places, and then Jaybird's been on vacation and stuff like that, too, so the ladies' night was just more um, convenient to have, and it's 
you know, I do it once a month, and it just happened to work out that there were two of them back to back, and there wasn't a regular casual conversation. So. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe it was becoming like the island that Wonder Woman's on, and <laughs> no man no, was allowed. No, it wasn't done on purpose. Actually, you'd be very surprised by the last one. Oh yeah. I won't spoil it for you, but you'd be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, Karen, Karen was on it, so I, I, I will definitely make sure I listen and see. Yeah, we did talk about you, sir. Yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, I'm getting divorced. What the fuck, dog? <laughs> Uh, I couldn't get, tell a, me. couldn't get a DM or nothing. <laughs> I wanted you to listen to the show. Need to listen. So, um, but yeah, make sure you check it out. Uh, of course, I've already put them in the um, guest spots on our website. If you mm-hmm. go to theblackgaltips.com, uh, you look up guest spots. Uh, I try to put in everything that we do throughout the week that we're featured on. Mm-hmm. And I believe theirs came up today. So I think I added Karen's uh, guest spot on Casual Conversation already. So. Woo-hoo! Make sure you guys check that out, man. Um, and shout out to the, and shout out to all the Black Guy Who Tips fans, because because um, I mean through the links and stuff like that, um, Black Guy Who Tips fans really show us a lot of love. Absolutely. And it is the um, you know you know Podomatic they show you how everybody get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Black Guy Who Tips is is second on the list of where people come from to try to access the show. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. Shit. And, thank and thank y'all. you to all of the fans. Absolutely. And that's number one up. and number one is youporn.com, uh, which I want to know how you guys got <laughs> how you get that link on youporn, man. Because I'm trying um, to get in there. It's, uh, it's booty tape. It's booty oh, booty tape. I'm sorry. Booty <laughs> my tape. bad. My bad. Bootytape.com, obviously. Like, what was yeah. I thinking? And, and you know what? Since since uh, we haven't, since there have been more uh, casual conversation shows, I haven't been able to talk about my um, my weird porn stuff. Yeah. Um, you have, like, more? No, I'm going to tell you what's, what's the new one right now, right? Oh, I came across this thing, and I'm, this is this is just for your fans. Um, I came across this thing where there is there is a place where... If there's a website for this, I can't remember the website, but there's a website where people who like to have sex with all of their clothes on, like they just, dress it. A dude would be in the in like in a full suit, and he would just open, he would just unzip his pants, pull his dick through the zipper, and and fuck that way. That's so lazy. And like, no, it's not lazy. It's how they get off. Like they they need to be fully clothed. And like the woman would wear like a dress or a skirt or something like that, and she just moves the underwear over. In order to have sex, like and they they don't they don't take anything off. Yeah, I, uh, man, this is just gonna make me sound like a scumbag, but fuck it. The <laughs> audience, say, I, say, I've, I've done that before. Well, the audience <laughs> should know by now. I'm, well, I'm talking about seeing that porn. I like that. I, I discovered that porn a long time ago. The clothes on, uh, sex, like. Uh, not, it was hot for a little bit and then I moved on from it. Um, my new shit that I'm watching is, um, the, <laughs> god damn it. The, uh, <laughs> the people that have sex with just the butt crack, like they don't actually do any penetration. They just like grease up and like rub, yeah, so we rub. Call the, that hot yeah, they just be, uh, uh, they just be going through the cheeks like, like yeah. that. Uh, and that's pretty good, man. Especially the Japanese ones. Like, oh, I don't uh, they just started doing them with the American ones. They started a, uh, I think it's called Crack Fuckers. They just started a site. Are uh, they just doing it in the booty hole or they just? No, 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 no penetration. It's just, it's just between the cheeks. Yeah, like, you just rub it up and down. It's just like putting your hot dog between the bun and just rub it until it busts. Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, and. Uh, they really get off on it man so uh yeah but uh yeah the japanese ones are even even crazier but uh yeah uh that's my pointer sword moment of the day so <laughs> well, thank you sir y'all knew i wasn't shit before you hit play on that fucking podcast so <laughs> I said that again. don't be acting surprised i'd I, I be learning something new every day yeah. every day 
Uh, but yeah, all right. So, goddamn it. So, 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 so what's the, what's the, what's the, the sperm? The condiments did? You already got the hot dog in the bun? Well, this, yeah, obviously that's the horseradish no, or something. You don't, you don't want to get into that food shit at all. Yeah. I, <laughs> am I the only one that hates food porn? It is not nearly as erotic as I'm, I thought it would be before I click on it. It, it, it just—it always looks sticky. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily want sticky in my porn, and in, in, in my it just in my sex life in general. I don't want sticky. I want slippery. Like I don't want ah. Yeah, that shit is nasty, man. Like you know, in like uh, I don't know if anybody's ever tried it in real life, but it's always a good idea at the grocery store. Uh, but then when you're checking out, it's like someone's looking. It's like chocolate syrup bananas strawberries, strawberries. i don't see no Whipped ice cream. cream i don't see no ice cream here uh, yeah I don't see, like, no sprinkles <laughs> yeah shit. some people do use sprinkles you're right kiwi like <laughs> uses cherries like, who, who's gonna use kiwi in an ice cream oh oh and, and then it's next to like uh ky and condoms or something it's like yeah this <laughs> <laughs> this is a better idea at, at home than when I had to, like, before self-checkout was invented. Like, the uh, even then with self-checkout, I still think those people at the end of the line be looking at your list judging you, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm just, mm. just going to say this. I, never again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Self-checkout was the best um, thing invented. Well, I nah, food sex is terrible. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Sherry. I went to Walgreens. I have issues, like, where I cramp a lot, um... Because, I don't know, I just... Muscle do. cramps? Yeah, muscle cramps. Right. I get muscle cramps. <laughs> Might <laughs> all. But, yeah, because, I mean, you know, I have issues with my blood and stuff like that. So, I've massaged, I've massaged my legs and stuff every night before I go to bed to help from cramping up in the middle of the night. And I discovered um, KY has this stuff. It's like massage oil. Mm-hmm. But they have, like, I, I, I like aromas. So, I mean, I'm a candle freak and everything like that. So, I like, you know, smells. So, I bought a pack of scented um, massage oil. And it was it's totally... It's like eight different kinds. Like yeah, eight it's like eight different kinds. <laughs> and it was, it was totally innocent and everything. I totally bought it, you know, for my issues. And I was at the... T- <laughs> I was at the checkout counter or whatever, and it was this older guy. He was checking. He was, you know, the cashier, and he was, like, doing all my stuff. Like, I had some peanuts. I had this. I had that. And then I had the KY. And he he looked at it, and he looked at me, and he started smiling. And I I was like, I was like, no, this is for, like, massaging my legs and my arms and stuff like that. He was like, oh, you don't have to <laughs> like, you, ain't gotta, mm-hmm. you ain't gotta explain nothing to me, you little freak. I used freak. to do that back in the day myself. Yeah. <laughs> he told me, like, the so moment bad. he saw that, 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 what's it, what's that, that song called? It's Business Time? Totally yeah. It's business. It's business time. The only thing I, I, I love about uh, KY Jelly, I buy the woman. I don't buy the regular kind. I like yeah. the woman stuff because that shit is cold and that's not sexy. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, food sex, never again because I don't like the kind of sex where I can't go to sleep until all the you sheets are changed and I'm yes, taking a shower. Sheets. Like, it's not really as hot as you think. Nah, yeah, but if we blast it down, first with, like little kids. Sitting there with chocolate syrup on your chest hair, it's like, this This was not a good idea. <laughs> Before I started, like, I don't, I don't I really. I feel sticky. I feel like I'm sticking to you, not the good way. <laughs> Pull your covers up and your, your, your sheets sticking to your nipples and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like people plus plus like certain things mess up the pH balance of a vagina. I can't be doing that. No. I need that thing to work all the time. Like it should. Yeah. It's like a car. You be, take care of it. Be like, I like brown sugar, but baby, this is too much brown sugar. Right. You gotta take maintenance on that thing. Um well, if you're not, you don't know by now, uh, you listen to the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us a bunch of ways, the easiest of which being go to the blackouttips.com. Uh, go to there and leave like comments on our blog, leave comments on, um, the episodes. You can also comment on the, uh, polls we have for each episode. Mm-hmm. Vote in the poll. Tell us if you think homeless people are assholes and then tell us why, you know? Uh, the, that's, that's a good way to get it out. Uh, we try to keep the polls, uh, interesting. Uh, sometimes we keep them not too serious. Sometimes it's silly, but you know, it's a good way to get involved in the show. So make sure you guys go and do that. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic and Stitcher radio, as well as with Scar Casual Live and the Dream Team. So, uh, you can make sure you guys are doing those things. Uh, if you leave us a five star review on iTunes, we will read it on our show, regardless of content. Someone told me my breath stank Saturday. I read it. Why? It was five stars. Yep. Uh, you can also donate to the show. You can subscribe. You can go to our store, go to our Tumblr, like our Facebook page, all from the page that we have right now at theblackouttips.com. You can even donate your account there if you're not a racist. So just go ahead and donate it. Um, and if you are a racist, donate it anyway because you probably like being in our chat room doing mm-hmm. the last segment of the show. Um, if you are a racist, donate your account so every time this shit pops up, you just retweet and go, see? Yeah. <laughs> see what them black folks over there talking about? Uh, the uh, voice. They hate homeless people. You can call the show uh, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Talk to us live Saturday mornings when we do our feedback show. Email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in the AT. And the show twitter is at tbgwt the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme all right i left some space for the guests don't say i didn't give you space uh the podcast is also sponsored mm-hmm. let's talk about it this podcast is brought to you by audio plays presented by shadow dog productions mm-hmm. our invet our investors the Shadow Dogs investors have picked their three favorites from the current library. The best comedy is Drive Through with yours truly, Rod and Karen. That's right. Yay. That's right. We are the favorites. We had a good time doing that one too. People with money like us. And that's what you guys need to like take from this. Yeah. If people with money like you, that's a good thing. Right. Uh, the best drama is Dancy. Dancy. The, of course, there'll be links to these in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's what they wrote. That's what they wrote. God damn, I love our sponsor. Uh, the, the most fucked up is The Oak Box, which Karen and I have heard. And it, it, it is, is the most fucked up. Yes, it is. This one number where you sit there listening, you're like, what the hell is going on? Like the whole time you're yeah. listening to it. This is creeping me out. One of those dudes does a great creepy voice. It's yes. Like, ugh. Ugh. Makes your skin shiver a little bit. Yes, it does. I was listening like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um. So hit those pages and check them out today. Uh, I will put links to all of these on the website and in the show notes. So uh, please, guys, support our sponsor. They support us. Yes. Speaking of a sponsor, we have another sponsor. Uh, it's a little sexier, okay? Mm-hmm. So let me find some sexy music. Um, let me see. I think, a matter of fact, let me find some bi-sexy music. 
<laughs> by mm-hmm. sexy. That's right. <laughs> A little Frank Ocean. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom with a man or a woman? I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. Or a man and a woman. Still ain't mm-hmm. judging you. Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Do you partake in the adult fin- cinema? Of course I hope you, do. you do. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time off, you get 50% off of crack fuckers. <laughs> And just about anything else in, uh, in stock. Yes. Uh, but that's not all, people. It ain't. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. And plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't even tell you what it is on the podcast. Shh. And to top it all off, they'll throw in free shipping on your entire order. And they're serious, people. They're not teasing you, okay? Mm-mm. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. 50% off of one item when you get uh, when you type in TBGWT for the offer code uh, at checkout. And when you do that, three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. Put in code TBGWT on adamandeve.com. Mm-hmm. And that 50% you save, go get you uh, some whipped cream, bananas, cherries, and uh, kiwi. Mm-hmm. And uh, see yeah, what sprinkles and chocolate syrup or strawberry syrup if you're exotic and uh, mm-hmm. see if the see checkout it. register it's, guy it's, looks it's, at you funny. See what happens and right next to the KY warming lube and see if he says uh, <laughs> hmm, this is an interesting choice, people. Yeah, it's be like I know you're gonna party tonight. Oh the, shit! I only just thing you missed was the, the confetti. confetti. Uh, but we still, still live, though. We, we all still live. Yeah, because right. I see it. My bad, guys. Yeah, you still live. And um, if while you're at it, fellas, go ahead, go ahead and get that flashlight, son. <laughs> yeah, go ahead work that out. Like it's, y'all, y'all always, y'all never advocate for fellas to go ahead and get what they need. Son, go get that flashlight, son. You need it. Oh yeah, I, absolutely, guys. I, I did not mean to leave y'all out, man. They also have uh, the uh, what is that thing called? That the head honcho that what is that? promoted by. Remember when we used to watch um, Sue Johansson? Mm-hmm. That was her shit, man. That 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 head honcho. They got that fifty percent off. Uh, so guys, go ahead and uh, treat yourself. All right. Yeah, and um and um uh, uh Greg just reminded us in the chat. Um, there's a uh uh new Sarah Sarah J is getting her own flashlight. Mm-hmm. Also, man, if um uh fellas, I know we don't have this talk, but you know this is the one place where we feel comfortable talking about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have no shame. If you are jacking off, man, you guys got to step it up to that lube, man. All right? And a lot of you guys a lot of you guys are going out there with just like some lotion or you're going out there with just your hand and no 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 lubrication, man. Treat yourself. Okay? You only get one penis in this life. All right? Now make sure you guys take care of it. All right? Now that's it's shameful when you, some woman pulls out a penis and the first thing they see is a bunch of scars like it's been in a war or some shit. That's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. That's a turn off. It's like what is this the star of gladiator? Like what the fuck Mm-mm, is I going on in your it, pants? Fight it. Right. <laughs> so make sure you guys you know take care of that chafing down there. There's no need for that. It's been a frank moment from Rod. To all the guys. <laughs> Just had a little, had a moment ha, there, fellas. Heart to heart to heart. Somebody right heart now. Heart to penis yeah, Somebody was, <laughs> somebody right now is chafed in their underwear going, nah, that was a good idea. 50% off, huh? Get your whole tub, man. It's 50% off. It's I like, know. And, and also, Astroglide plus a stranger, awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys are doing that. 
Is that a kind of lube? What's the astral glide? Well, the, the astral glide is a type of lube, and okay. the stranger is when you sit on your hand till it falls asleep, and then jack oh. off with it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, because Roger know me. I don't be knowing the turns, and so I be like, "Look, y'all need to educate me. Well, don't or, have me or, out there going blindly." Or, or in uh, scars cases, when you uh, call a dude up from around the block that you don't really know that well, and uh, have him do it. <laughs> that's, that's how you gonna do me, right? Well, it's now. a stranger. It's a stranger. You know, you don't know him. <laughs> Nobody just don't look each other in the eyes. It's not gay if you don't look in the eyes. Um, all right, as man. long as not a young Latin boy, you good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a stranger. That's what Byron Law. That's what Byron Law calls it. Yes, a stranger. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm behind. I'm behind on shows. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like way behind on shows. So I just heard that. I just heard that show like last week. Yeah, <laughs> I totally would have took that seven hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. Oh, Scar, that's terrible, man. <laughs> you know how many games I can buy with $700? Oh, Jesus. I, I, I can play Call of Duty enough to whereas I completely forget the young Latin boy. What Scar is talking about. <laughs> Him and the young Latin boy be playing each other. What you talking about? For those that have not listened or do not <laughs> know, behind. don't understand just how disgusting that is. What Scar is talking about is we had a clip on the show where Byron Long, a uh, porn star, uh, his first scene that he ever shot was... Uh, well, he wouldn't call it gay, but it was a gay scene where uh, a young Latin boy, as he puts it, uh, filleted him on camera uh, to completion, and then he made $700. And pretty much, I, I absolutely would not have done it for $700. I wouldn't have done it, but uh, Scar is the first person I've heard answer that and said, yeah, $700, that sounds good to me. So I mean, so you're going to let some dude suck your dick until you come? For $700? I, I would seriously consider it. Yes. Wow. That's that's for seven hundred dollars. And and that's not I mean, even. I mean, look, I've been look. I I don't give a fuck. That's seven hundred dollars. I am getting divorced. <laughs> Aren't you the one that talks about being bi curious? Oh uh, man, it's a girl. So but so you gonna be bi curious for free? I'm talking about getting paid seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the house now. <laughs> like seven hundred dollars isn't even life changing. Like that's just wow. like that's this is like this is like an extra month of buying shit. It's seven hundred dollars is life changing for two weeks for your boy. Right, that's like an extra couple weeks of being able to say, "I think I will buy those shoes." I'm not getting my. I'm not letting the dude suck my dick. For I for for some shoes, seven and still have five hundred dollars left. Jesus Christ, man! Uh, hey, well, you know, the each his own scar. Uh, maybe you'll get some extra DMs now. I don't know. You know I don't want them shits. Right. <laughs> I got this seven hundred dollars scar. What you trying to do? Donate right. it to the podcast. Um. All right. Speaking of hard choices, man. I was on Twitter at like. Three in the morning the other day. I know. I took a good ass nap. We both was up late last night. Yeah. So um, I was just thinking because uh, I, you know, I, I've been observing my Twitter, Twitter timeline a lot, but not commenting. Me like I, I didn't comment on any of the shit with the shooting. Uh, just other than to say, like, yeah, it's tragic. Uh, that ain't crazy. People be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and I kept it moving. Not really much you can learn from fucking Mm-mm. crazy. But I watch people pass judgment. People calling the dude a coward. Other people calling uh, what should a, a three month old baby be out at the movies for and stuff like that. You know, passing judgment on the victims uh, in the uh, aftermath of a, what I would only just consider a tragedy. And I uh, wouldn't really think there was much you could learn from it mm-hmm. uh, other than it's tragic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
I think Larry called in yesterday was kind of saying like, well, hitting towards like, well, what's a baby doing out that late at the movie theater? It's like, man, if, if the object is worried about spree killers, them motherfuckers attack McDonald's in May Day. They just attack that again. schools, playgrounds. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, they don't have no time frame. It didn't have to be midnight. It could have been one in the afternoon. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, and I and personally, I've never left my house and thought this might be the day that someone shoots up a movie theater that I'm in. Nope. Honestly, I've, it's just never crossed my mind so i can't even judge these people for the decisions they made because i would never make a decision with that in mind of somebody gonna shoot up the theater because it's like, so extreme that it really happens right or it doesn't really happen so um you know i was talking about that and then i was talking about the chick-fil-a thing i've been letting people cook on that but so much shit has been said about chick-fil-a apparently mm-hmm. the ceo said out loud what we already all knew which was yeah this is not shocking or surprising yeah they don't want uh they put money into keeping gay people from getting married which i think is fucked up um but i don't think of uh, the world is as black and white as people like to make it nope you know a lot of people turn everything into well this is my political issue and i don't care about the rest right Mm-hmm. so um I was like uh thinking about it and uh you know people passing judgment on each other for whether they did boycott Chick-fil-A, whether they didn't and you know, oh if you don't do it this way then you're this kind of a person or if you do boycott them you're this type of person. And I was like, "You know what, man? Fuck that." Yep. Matter of fact, fuck Chick-fil-A. Fuck all of that. Here's my question. Um and Scar and Sherry, I'll ask you guys first cuz I don't know what your history is and stuff. I've never asked you this question, but do y'all have any homophobic or racist people in your family? And uh, either one of y'all can answer first. I don't mind. Um, no. Okay. What about you, Scar? Oh, wait. Um, did you have more to add, Sherry? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, uh, no. I, no, because there is there's there is a gay person in my family, so no. Okay. All right. What about you, Scar? you have anybody that's not cool with homosexuality or uh, um, race? No, not really. Not, uh, I don't, there's not really many like gay people around my in my family so we never had to deal with that as a family mm. um you know I me mean, there you know we do have a uh a, a, you know my, my my sister is a lesbian so right. it's it's kind of one of those things that is kind of new so i don't really know how far out there it really is so right. i don't think that we've ever had to deal with that personally i don't have an issue with it um but you know i, I don't think as a family we never dealt with it now yeah. as far as um, there's there's some people in my family that are not fans of white people, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and in fact, my dad—I mean, rest rest in peace, dad—but my dad was not a fan of Sherry, even though Sherry's mixed. Right. My dad was not a fan when he first saw Sherry, mm. not a fan at all. Okay. Um, and you know, there's there, you know, there's people have those. You know, we I do have a couple family members that do have the the feelings about white people. You know, right. on that on that you know, the white devil type shit. Um, but it's not it's not a big of a deal now as it used to be. Okay. What about you, Karen? You got anybody in your family that you know of that is on that uh, stuff? Yes and yes. Okay. Um, now I would even go so far as to say, even if, cause I know a lot of people aren't counting these people, but I'm going to say you need to count them. Even if you have family members who think homosexuality is a choice, uh, if you have family members that whenever a vote comes up for gay, uh, initiatives such as, uh, the, the right to get married, stuff like that, and they won't go vote for it, you know, uh, or if they, or even worse, they go vote against it. I'm counting them in this next point that I'm about to make. Uh, boycott your motherfucking grandmother. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's hard. 
boycotting riding up and down the street uh, another mile to go to bojangles instead of chick-fil-a or popeyes who to be quite honest we just don't know what they give their money to we just don't care but if they said it and it was something we didn't agree with we wouldn't be able to eat there either right if that's if that's what we're going by. What are you going to say, Karen? And, and same thing here. I don't know if it's it, but Showmars is open up on Sunday, and nobody really knows their stance either. No Showmars right. is open up on Sunday. Right. So um, let's just say that, um, you know, you think boycotting Chick-fil-A is going to prove something, right? You think boycotting whoever doesn't target uh, Walmart, you pick what you want to boycott, right? You're going to boycott that shit. And you're going to go to the other place that, you know, may or may not do something fucked up. Maybe you, you just don't know. Yeah, I see people tweeting from their iPhones, fuck Chick-fil-A and all that. I'm just laughing like, okay. <laughs> like, I guess the little Asian person that made that, that, uh. That's, that screen you typing on. I guess, that, I guess on they now. don't count. Their life doesn't count, right? So, uh, I say, uh, boycott every gay, every family member that thinks being gay is a choice. Uh, every family member that won't go vote, uh, to uh, make sure that gay marriage passes, uh, every for gay mem- every family member that votes for someone of the opposite party, <clears throat> then on this side of the issue, because you know what, a lot of the people tweeting that shit have these people in their families, and they just go, well, that's just how they are. But here's the thing about how they are: when I went to the fucking voting booth to vote for gay marriage, I got my ass out. It was a Republican primary. I don't vote Republican, and I can't vote in their primary in North Carolina. But I did go and vote strictly on the marriage equality. Uh, uh, thing that initiative that was trying to be uh you know uh they were that they were trying to not pass basically trying to make sure gay people can't get married um i went and got my ass out there and you know what i saw i didn't see chick-fil-a in the fucking voting booth Mm-mm. i saw a bunch of old people voting against it and when the shit didn't pass it was those old people that are your grandmothers that you kiss on the cheek at thanksgiving and christmas that you let hold their grandbabies and shit like that it was them that was that were voting so if you really want to affect some change then why don't you boycott Thanksgiving? Boycott Christmas. I don't want your toys, Grandma. No, you no, you can't see him this this year because you're out there hurting gay people, and I think that's reprehensible, and I'm taking a moral stance on it because most people don't do that. I've heard way too many people in that circle that say, well, you know, that's just how old people are, and they're dying. And, uh, they're, you know what old people like to do? Vote. Yes, in the masses. Right. Ain't no arthritis or no wheelchair, no deathbed keeping asses. I saw a woman in a, in a, in a wheelchair with an oxygen mask and she only came to vote Republican and vote against those fucking gay people. That's it. Like she looked like the emperor in fucking Star Wars. (laughs) And she was, she was like, the hate, the hate is going to drive me. And I, and you know what, man? That's unacceptable to me, man. If anyone in my family was on that shit, I'd be like, fuck you. That's real. I don't give a fuck about Chick-fil-A. People give, businesses give money to all kinds of causes. Yes, they do. Like, I tweeted an article, and it was about, you know, the case, making the case for Chick-fil-A or something like that, right? And, uh, you know, it was kind of titled a little bit misleading, but whatever. Basically, when you read it, it, it just points out that the shit is not as black and white as people think. Chick-fil-A runs daycares. They give, they give money to, like, uh, you know, orphanages. They, their employees, they give them, uh, uh, they pay for their college educations. Mm-hmm. Where they're helping all these people and then they're spending two million dollars out of four billion dollars to uh, give to causes to keep gay people from getting married. And, you know, people are making it black and white like, fuck that. This is what I care about. So I, I retweeted that article and I said, I fuck with this article because it's bringing up all the little 
gray issues that I keep bringing up when not, when you want to make everything black and white. Your politics don't have a dimmer switch. They have on and off. So uh, Baratunde Thurston, he follows me, the writer of uh, How to Be Black. Uh, great, a great read. Um, I'm almost done with the book. Been reading it for four months, but whatever. I love that book. Um, he retweeted me, and a couple people replied. And one person said, oh, this is the stupid shit of the day. Uh, another person said, oh, so because they give money to orphans and run a daycare, I'm supposed to not get married? And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's actually what I was saying, which is um, they do a lot of good, too, based on their Christian values. And unless we're boycotting grandmama and grandfather and shit like that, um, then, yeah, I expect you to let them cook. And maybe, um, maybe for the better benefit of society, you might have to compromise on some shit. Like, uh, yeah, that's fucked up, but it's not a perfect world. So we rather not have all the good shit they do because they're not right on one issue. Is that really what you want to do? Also, are you ready for people to really put their money where their politics are? Because you you think you're in the majority, but if you count all the gay and lesbian and all the support Mm -hmm. they get, it is not the majority, people. Do you want them to shut down Nabisco because the majority of people that are Christian think gay, being gay is a choice? And when you put that Oreo, that's a rainbow flag for Oreos, and they go, yeah, I'm offended by that. I'm not buying Nabisco, and Nabisco goes out of fucking business because the numbers aren't just don't add up. Say that are, you, again. are you comfortable with that? Because I still think you are right, even though you're in the minority, which is why I don't get the boycott society, because the boycott society is about numbers. It's not about right and wrong. It's just about numbers. And that's like the, the, the same people on Fox News that are calling for Nabisco to be boycotted. Like if they galvanize enough people and shut down Nabisco, I still won't think they're right. And I feel like that's what this boycott shit is, is that, you know what? I, it, it, I, I, I did, we shut this person down and that makes us right. And it doesn't Mm-mm. because the opposite could happen. Yes. And, and, and like I said, like Nabisco gets shut down for supporting gay rights. And I won't feel like they were like the other people were right. That's the whole point I've been trying to articulate this whole time. And I just felt compelled to say something about it, man, because I feel like the, the, the shutdown game is wrong. It's not the way to do this. No, it's not. And, 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 and it's other ways to go about it. And, um, uh, me and Roger, Roger was joking with me, but I meant this shit. We was riding and he passed a Chick-fil-A. He tried to whoop in and he whooped out and I gave him the hardest fucking side eye that ever <laughs> I ever had. Like, nigga, is you going to Chick-fil-A or not? He told me, I protest. And I said, look, you protest on your own goddamn time. You with me and I want fucking Chick-fil-A. Yeah, we did end up going to Chick-fil-A. So. Yeah. And it's not like if you, if you eat Chick-fil-A, it's gonna make you one of them, right? Like, or like, <laughs> or like, or like you it's walk in the- like, it's like, mm-hmm. and also it's like it's not like this is new. Like, right? If I mean, uh, for a lot of people, this became an issue after Prop Eight. After yeah. Prop Eight, you realize that they donated a lot of money to try to keep this from happening. So we knew then what this was about. Like, if we didn't need this guy to tell us what it was about. We knew then. So even if. You had, if you had an issue then, you know what? You take the time and you focus on something to counteract what they're doing. You don't worry about what they're doing because they're going to do it regardless. Yes. So you, 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 and, and, and not eating the food is not going to change how they feel about the situation. Yeah, they make um, $4 billion a year, dog. Like, right. unless you're going to convince the majority of America on your side, mm-hmm. you're actually not shutting shit down. And, and it's not really changing minds. And that's, that's what I was talking about. It's like, I'm so fucking tired. I am just fucking tired of watching people not 
converse they are not having conversations no they're not what they are doing is talking at each other and using rhetoric and using these fucking talking points and they're not even close to listening to each other Mm -hmm. and they and honestly then i asked this question because i don't know the answer how do you change someone's mind how do you you can i don't know how you do because i and one no one's trying no and they're not because nobody's being open-minded Excuse me. Nobody's really having a conversation. It's 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 like walking into a a room and everybody's yelling, but it's a virtual room with Twitter and all that stuff. Right. But literally, you have people yelling one thing, people yelling another thing. Nobody's really listening. Everybody's talking over each other. Nobody's willing to hear what the other side has to say because you both might have valid points, but because everybody comes with this pre-made up, pre-laid out points that a lot of times you start arguing about shit is irrelevant to what the initial argument was about and that's what pissed me off how can i have a conversation with you and every time we turn around you're talking about irrelevant shit that has nothing to do with the starting point of this conversation so here's my so here's what i hold on go ahead go ahead before you wrap this up can we can we just um can we just point out the fact that um on social media people just say stuff anyway like yes. the people who go off and go fuck apple and then you click on the you click on the tweet sent from an iphone right like, th- that shit happens way too fucking often mm-hmm. like people are just dumb yeah well i will say this i i thought about it and this is my solution you if you want to change minds you want to get people on your side boycott your grandma boycott your motherfucking grandma dog that's the that's the answer because these are real people in these boy in these booths. And you know them. And, and, and here's and, how you change your grandma. You can't see your fucking grandkid. Cause what if your grandkid turns out to be gay? You're not gonna love him. He gonna he gonna have to make he making the wrong choice. You're gonna judge him passive aggressively for the rest of his life by telling him that he made a choice to not be straight and that it's against God and he's a sinner and he's gonna go to hell because of that. Is that what you want me to believe? But, and I don't even know what the sexuality of my of this child is going to be right now. But I do know this. You are fucking wrong. And we will not be having any of your delicious pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Nope. Nobody want to do that shit. You're going to no. go to Thanksgiving and you're going to have the same conversation you always have. And you're going to pretend like the shit is not real people. You're going to go, I'm yeah. boycotting Chick-fil-A, but it's cool. I'm going to grandmama's house. And you know who's voting? Grandmama, not Chick-fucking-fil-A. And, and the thing about it, uh, before we move on, a lot of people um, think when they're going against this, they're fighting against imaginary people. Yeah. And because these people are quote-unquote imaginary or they're quote-unquote not in my family or I don't want to believe that they're, they're in my family, I can show this anger and outlash and, and just be ridiculously and and uh, stupidly angry. But at the end of the day, I think that people separate that. Like, if you really had to look your grandma in the eye and be like, you know what, you can't see your grandkids or your cousin or your aunts or your uncles and all these people. Like, look, until y'all make better decisions, we just won't be around. Yeah. Now, and that'll thing, start changing shit. And the thing I was trying to point out to that person who was like, so I can't get married because this and that. Let me tell you something, dog. Here's here's why it matters. You want these people to give a fuck about you. You're in the minority. You are in the minority. And you're telling me fuck other people's issues. I don't care that these people getting to go to college. I don't care that these orphans is getting money. But don't what you want them to get in the booth? How can you not give a fuck about everyone else except your fucking self and expect shit to change? People ain't shit, man. Moving on. Um, So I was talking to a friend who's babysitting a, a baby for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't even imagine that kind of responsibility. Mm. First of all, we don't, we don't, we don't fuck with small children. Babies scare me to death. Like I don't, like I said, babies are Rubik's cubes that are not lined up right. 
and people just hand them to me and I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, crying? What does that mean? Uh, teething? Or is that, uh, and then someone <laughs> comes up and it's just like, burp them. I'm like, oh shit, everybody knew that. But um, me? I know, right? So, um, yeah, I was, so, uh, I was talking to him and, um, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, I just go on the internet and look stuff up. And I was like, man, I would be Googling shit on like WebMD and by the end I'd be like, the baby got cancer. Go. <laughs> 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 it did. It didn't want the milk, man. I I looked it up on WebMD, man. Your yeah. baby got AIDS. Oh, yo, your baby got thrash, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? The fuck is a thrash? Yeah. <laughs> WebMD be having niggas fucked up. So yeah, I big time. I, I did that shit myself. Like I I tried to self medicate. Um, I looked up some symptoms I had, and it was like, uh, oh lord, I may have cancer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. I, had, I ended up going to the doctor. It was like, man, just take these pills and go sit your ass down. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> WebMD is the fucking devil. You will show up to uh the doctor's office already diagnosing yourself <laughs> and that's dangerous it's, yes. like, uh, it's like uh so uh mr scarfinger i see you're here for a scheduled uh uh checkup um your six month annual uh your six month checkup uh looks like everything's okay uh how are you doing i think i got uh diabetes <laughs> yeah i got it uh, but going by your blood sugar test, um, right. your numbers are, are normal. Uh, WebMD, man, it said I got AIDS and diabetes. I got them both. I checked. I had a cough and a fever. And, uh, someone, someone in the, someone in that chat room on their board said that, uh, that's AIDS and diabetes. They had the same mm-hmm. thing. It's not the same exact symptoms. <laughs> they had a cough and a fever and they went to the doctor and they had AIDS and diabetes. So can you just give me yep. the, the AIDS and the diabetes medicine? And uh, I'll go and buy my way. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I don't want a baby because I can't Google nothing about it. I Googled how to put out a fire that one time. So I know I ain't shit. Like, it's like, how you put out a gas fire? Oh, let me go Google it before the house burns down. <laughs> you know, we, we, we kind of talked about this, uh, the same thing on, um, oh, um, actually it was talked about on the last ladies night show, mm-hmm. um, about, uh, you know, especially when you're dealing with a baby for the first time, mm-hmm. it's some, some, some crazy ass shit. You should listen to that. I, I, we will. And, uh, if, if you haven't already, make sure you guys do. Um, and the other thing too, man, do y'all feel like, um, like, 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 okay. In addition to that, like the baby thing, borrowing somebody's baby, I couldn't even borrow my coworker's portable hard drive without fucking that up. <laughs> like I, I plugged it into my computer. It was like reformat this. I was like, fuck man. Like if that was a baby, you can't reformat a baby. <laughs> Rewire. Yeah, no USB cords Reboot. for babies and shit. Is there a button you press and it just reboots itself? How, how did y'all do it? How did y'all do it? When y'all had a baby, did y'all like read books? Did y'all get? We had we had we a had book. book. Uh, what they expect, what, uh, what they expect when you're inspecting and what they expect the first year. Without that book, we would have been shook daddy. Um, and, 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 and like, we went into a little bit more detail. Um, I, I keep spoiling the show. Well, fuck it. Um, I, I was on, I crashed the ladies night show and we talked about this, uh, on that show, mm-hmm. uh, more in detail, but those books saved us from doing a whole lot of dumb ass shit. Because you because don't know, the, man. The day, the day after we got the, the day after we got our door home we were back in the emergency room awesome we don't know type shit yeah so sherry did it give you as a mother you're supposed to have all these instincts so you're supposed to just know stuff did you feel pressure to just know shit like when you had a baby no i was um i was just so nervous like because we we had been through um some traumatic stuff you know uh previously so you just, I just, I was in, I was paranoid. Like, mm. I just didn't want 
anything to happen. And then um, Pooh Bear was in the, she was in the hospital for, she was a preemie, so she was in the hospital um, in an incubator for six weeks, mm. you know, everything being monitored and stuff like that. So when I got home, when, I, when she came home, I, I was just so terrified that I was, one, responsible for a whole person for the rest of her life. And two, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And three, I just didn't want anything bad to happen. So did the book give you like confidence did. or did you? Okay. So it, no, was, it, 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 gave it was like, it was like, it was like, we know <laughs> the book was written. I mean, I mean, somebody who it had to be somebody who, who went through this or they had to talk to people who went through this yeah. stuff a lot because yeah. that book is like, we know. We understand yeah. this crazy shit might happen, yeah. but it is normal. This is what you, yeah. like, what, what to expect the first year is very yeah. much like, okay, this is week whatever. Yeah. These things happen. could happen yeah. around this time. Yeah. Now, if they don't happen, <laughs> don't panic. Or if they happen early, yes. don't oh, no, panic. no, my child is a <laughs> I used to think my daughter was going to be cross-eyed. I used to think she. I used. To, I, at one point, I thought that she might uh, have. Uh, she might have autism. Like it's all kind of shit. But like the book is like, no, nigga, that's normal. Like yeah. she, like she's a baby. She's really this stupid. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because, like she, because when she, you know, she was in. Like I said, she was in the hospital. She was hooked up to these machines that were monitoring like everything um her breathing her blood pressure everything and she came home and i just always like i would like touch her chest to make sure she was breathing i would just stare at her to make sure she's moving you know what i mean to make sure she's okay i got so into the habit of that because i was like i hear all these bad things i'm telling you we went through so many traumatic experiences um when it came to having a child that I was just paranoid. And, you know, you hear about SIDS and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I just got into the habit of constantly checking her to make sure she was breathing. Mm-hmm. I still do it to this very friggin' day. I will go in her room. Like, if I have it, like, if I just feel like, if, if the thought comes to my, comes to me, like, like a thought, like, okay, did I lock the front door? Well, shit, I'm thinking about it. Let me just check. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Like, okay, I just want to make sure she's okay. I just go in her room randomly and just feel her chest. To make sure that she's breathing, it's just something that, and she's four and, now, and, and, and she's real, perfectly fine. Most most people don't. It, it, one thing that when you're very early in being a parent, that no one prepares you for, um, and no, I never heard anybody talk about this. But babies, when they are asleep, when when you know when when they're when they're like newborns, they don't move, and you don't see them breathing. <laughs> They do not move. They and don't take breaths tiny. deep enough for you pounds. to see their chest moving very much. Yeah. Um, so no, like, you have to stick so your finger underneath their nose. Like, at at, at yeah. a glance, at a glance, it's you know the baby's just laying there and just not moving, <laughs> not really breathing. It's just laying there. It's like, yeah. oh shit, what the fuck did I do? Thing, <laughs> the thing, baby did. Tell you. They don't friggin' tell you, man, is that kids' heart, their heart rates are a lot faster than ours. So, I was, one day, I was putting lotion on her. I was just putting it on, you know, and I happened to put my hand on her chest. I said, oh my god, it feels like her chest is gonna explode. <laughs> her heart is just gonna burst out of her chest. What the fuck yeah, is you wrong? You just start looking around like, is she scared? Like- and I'm, like, I'm just like, oh my god, what the fuck is she having a heart attack or something? Like, <laughs> but 
and then you went on you went on web webmd and it was like uh baby heart attacks right yeah <laughs> uh, the, the book you know we consulted yeah. our book yeah, we, we, took, we had to take it's the uh, we good. had to take the uh, infant cpr class yeah <laughs> and we was like you know go to the magnet on the refrigerator so we can figure out what the fuck to do <laughs> and we still have those magnets like seriously she's not even a toddler anymore but we still have the diagram that's crazy man so um now, will y'all, did y'all read the entire book before the baby came or did y'all do like, uh, use it like an instruction guide in a, in a video game where it's like, oh, this ain't working. Let me go check out the book. book yes. I kind of, I kind of skimmed it a month in advance. Okay. Yeah. Well, because, you know, because of me and my paranoia and everything that happened before, um, I've read several books. Um, I actually, um, with Scarbian in a, in storage, he comes across a lot of things and he came across these books and in it was like a, kind of like a textbook of pregnancy it was you know written it was it's not a textbook but you know like how a textbook in school is written to educate and stuff like that um it was a book that i read that from cover to cover um and i read i bought what to expect when you're expecting when i was pregnant with joyce and pooh bear and um i read that from cover to cover and then the what to expect the first year i read most of it but when i got like halfway through it it you know i started just using it as reference Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but it was it, a lot of that had to do with my paranoia. So, see, I'm lazy. I think I would just be, I think I would just be like burping. What chapter is that? <laughs> just, <laughs> just run over there at the last minute and shit. I was like, you should have yeah, been hard. on this. Burping the, is the, hard. The, the 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 table of contents and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, is really designed for that. Yeah. It, oh, it, it is. Okay. Is yeah. It's 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 a great book. Like I I totally recommend it to everybody. You know who needs do, it. Do so. do they do they cover stuff like when children like poke all the holes that they have when their ears and their vaginas and they just poke all the holes <laughs> that they have. <laughs> my um, she's going through that now. And yeah, I'm they so they literally if it's thankful, a hole, they're gonna poke it. Not with me. Yeah, she um she's questioning body parts and she's yeah. not with me. So my mom gets to teach her all that stuff. Great. <laughs> yeah, her, mom, great. her mom her mom told us a story because she because she's been up north for a few weeks. Yes, she um, has. So her mom uh basically uh you know because Sherry and and her mm-hmm. mom are very similar and they do like to walk around the house naked a lot. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Pooh Bear will start asking questions and, they, you know, and, you know, you answer the questions like, yeah, and, yeah just know, be straight since, up with them. Yeah. Yeah. Since since her, her mom, her, her parents are, uh, they work with kids, Um, you know, they're, they're Teachers, occupational therapists, yeah. they work with kids and stuff like that. They know all of this stuff. And, you know, they just say the best thing to do is to just be honest. So yes, you walk around don't understand. And, and, and apparently Pooh Bear asked her what her girl parts were. <laughs> and so she told her it's it's a vagina, whatever you yeah, know. Yeah. And then she asked her, "What uh, was the guy parts?" Yeah. And you know it's a penis. So Pooh Bear leaves, <laughs> and she comes back and say, uh, "What's the guy part again?" And she does that like three more times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing happens. Right. Until until later, um, my father-in-law says, the weirdest thing happened to me today. Pooh <laughs> Bear just kept coming, um, asking to see something, and I couldn't figure out what it was that she wanted to see. And eventually, I figured out she was asking me to see my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Since he didn't 
know about the conversation prior. Damn. He didn't know how to respond to it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Damn. So he was like, um, no, that is not something you're supposed to see. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's. <laughs> Kids so, say the darndest uh, things indeed, man. Yeah. yeah. She was, she, I mean, before she left up there, the, she goes to a, uh, it's just, whatever um but the kids the boys were taking her clothes off at school so she was calling it a boy stick a and boy I didn't stick know what she was talking about like a boy stick what <laughs> you know the boy stick where the where the pee comes out i'm like oh okay yeah and i just let it roll with that like i didn't even think to tell her the proper name and all of those i don't man, know I'm all, my, my parents are taking care of that i'm all paranoid man i had a cops up there and shit i don't know shit about kids yeah i'm like i'm like they're like your four-year-old tried to rape my kid it's like what yeah. <laughs> i see csi nigga i know how it goes down yeah like i said i'm glad we don't have kids because my kid i probably gave my kids like too much information because they ask now just tell them and you know because my thing and I, and maybe this is just me i think a lot of parents use like those nicknames and all that stuff i think you all use proper turns because if somebody touched your child in the wrong place and, and your baby like yours but i like, look why is you touching my vagina and my breast that pedophile gonna be like oh shit you know what this is i better back off yeah i I don't know. I just know that uh, I would be so paranoid about that shit. I'd be having. I'd be rolling with the police everywhere. <laughs> Have them in your back pocket. Yeah, I'd be like, they'd be like, you calling again, Mister Morrow? Yes. Well, it, it helps. It helps me out a little bit, and I, I kind of feel similar. Like the, you know, the 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 urge to 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 protect yeah. and to be there to be like, if some shit goes wrong, I want to be there to fix it. But um, luckily for luckily for us, um, at, at her daycare, my sister is her teacher. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you know things won't so, get too out of hand. Yeah. So, for now, so, anyway. Yeah. She yeah, starts huh. public school. Yeah, she starts month. public school um, soon, so that's gonna be an adventure. <laughs> Plus, you can yeah. threaten you can threaten your sister. You know. Like, I'll burn this shit down. I ain't playing. It's like, okay. <laughs> I know you're not playing, Scar. Um, so the other thing, too, and uh, this is more for Karen and me. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like babies behaving well around us is nature's trick to try to get us to have a kid? You know what? Like, it's something about, like, when they ain't yours and they just kicking it, it's, they are so adorable and nice and well-behaved and shit like that. But like, if you know, if you just randomly are in public and you observe a kid with their parent, they're never acting the way they are around you. No, you know, and I've talked to a lot of parents who say like children do that. Like when the child is around them, it's like they see the real child because they're around that child twenty four seven. Yeah. But when they're out and about, that child knows that a lot of times, you know, if you behave well, you're going to get attention. People are going to yeah. give you things. Like, like children adapt very easily children are not stupid and i i've been around enough children to know that that's not a fact and i've been around enough children that, that i don't care how motherfucking cute you is you you, you cut a monkey too um because kids because like parents are like it's almost unbelievable because and maybe as parents you guys have had this happen to you like you'll be coming out of somebody's house or something right it's like hey what's up scar man you here for the game yeah man uh you know Pooh bear was with me man hey she was acting crazy man so uh you know i apologize in case she's acting up or anything what happened scar oh man she uh started throwing up in the car and then she slapped it on her mama's face and then she tried to <laughs> sh- put out a gun and tried to shoot me and told Everybody. me told me just drive the car nigga and, and hit me with pistol with me and stuff and then she walks in the room and it's like hey everybody a b c d e f g you know that shit does happen absolutely. that absolutely that absolutely does happen it happens with Pooh bear but also i noticed it happens with my it happened uh with my nephews um my um my you know when i see my nephews um usually they're very well behaved 
Um, I know one of my nephews is autistic, so that can come, you know, that, yeah. that can come and go. But um, but when when they're when when I when we're around each other, when I'm th- when we're somewhere and they're just kind of and you know just just having fun, chilling, they're very well behaved. But if I call my sister and she's at home, they yeah. are going the fuck <laughs> off in the background. It's like, like nature is tricking us, man. Like, cause if it's not your kids, it's like yo, kids are wonderful. Oh no, I, I and never thought so that. smart mm-hmm. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like we'll hang out with my with my um niece Layla, and she's so well behaved, and she's having a good time, and she uh, asks for everything. You know, she doesn't um you know like she never throws a fit or anything mm-hmm. like that. Doesn't do anything bad over our house, and when she leaves, it's like oh, she is so good. And then it's like, you know, you talk to her daddy, it's like, yeah, man, she tried to hit me in my face the other day. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> the same baby that was here? Like, the, the, what the, the same one. I, I, you know, and, and I guess for me... Um, Karen about to lie, but go ahead, Karen. I, I heard you say you never get get, get food, but... uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, ch- children mm-hmm. children do behave Tell differently. because children Karen do gave, differently. Karen gave Layla 20 chicken nuggets the other day. <laughs> I did. Karen don't never get food, right? But she gave that little baby I 20 chicken nuggets. Damn it, I didn't that know. Like a great fucking time. Yeah, everybody yes. knows. <laughs> everybody. She had 20 chicken nuggets. She had two things, applesauce, and she had two um, fruit punches. Yeah, Her grandma that, said she ain't uh, eat for the rest of the night. Fun. That's a party right there. Now, you know, chicken nuggets in the uh, bag, the frozen bag, only like 30 of them come in a bag. <laughs> My mom gave her a pack of chicken nuggets for the week. There's no fucking way she's I eating chicken, the- 20 chicken nuggets at home. I didn't know the rules, okay? Right. No, I'm just saying. you, you was about a child, she will try. She, yeah. yeah, and, Karen, and Karen, Karen was just about to be like, I don't get food. No. I don't believe that. Now, I heard you starting. Don't even try it. Don't even try to lie. You, you was about to tell us how you don't play that shit, and nope, you you got caught day one. I came home, I was like, I was like, uh, how many chicken nuggets did you give her? I didn't know. I saw like a full Karen. <laughs> a full thing of carrots and a full thing of applesauce. I was like, nah, she ate them fucking chicken nuggets <laughs> and was Cuban being them fucking applesauces and, and carrots. Like, now, nah. No, I was tricked. I ain't even gonna lie. I was tricked. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I had to um, teach Karen how to compromise and get tough with her. <laughs> the now, worst, the now worst that's the truth. With that, the, worst, the worst thing is when your child acts right in front of you and you know that they act like an asshole. <laughs> when, when you're at home, they act like an asshole. And then they do, like, okay, this shit happened to me one day. We were, um, you know, uh, Pooh Bear was learning her numbers. So one day we were just sitting around and I was helping Pooh Bear count to 10. And Pooh Bear does this thing to where if she just don't feel like it, she'll just go one, two, seven, nine. And she gets that look like she knows that she's just doing stuff randomly and it doesn't matter. Um, But like I was like, I'm serious. I need you to count to 10. So she kind of did it one, two, and then she did it again. (laughs) The next day. Um, the next day, my cousin came over and we were sitting, we were all sitting in the exact same seats, exactly where we were at the time. And she turned to my cousin and said, I can count. And she, and she was like, really? You can count? Sure. Go ahead and count to 10 for me. She counted to 10. I wanted to fucking body slam her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she did it with no problem. Actually, to be honest, what made it worse is she counted to like 13. <laughs> she went past the number. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Carrie, you say you had some stuff you wanted to do or? 
Talking about some of my random thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have several of them. I got them all mixed around, but something I wanted to talk about since we talk about kids. Um, I know why I don't have uh, kids. Layla showed me this every day, and I love her very uh, dearly. She's six. And yeah, she got she got me on a fucking chicken nugs. I ain't yeah, even gonna lie. She definitely got you. Yeah, she got me like a boss. Cause yeah. her grandma was like, "What did you feed her?" Talking about she didn't eat. She didn't eat to breakfast. And I was like, "Shit, she had a grown man's meal. She shouldn't have been hungry." Man, she gave her my grapes. I came home like, "Wait a minute how <laughs> how is, how is Layla's shit still in the fridge, but my grapes gone? What kind of fucking what, what kind of shit is this?" If, if there are zero grapes in all of the applesauce, I got an issue right Right. Like, she, she here for an hour a day. You just giving away the good shit? Like, come on, man. Like, I let her play fucking fish frenzy, dog. Uh, feeding frenzy. Like, why can't we just stick with that? We play video games and she eats the food that was bought for her and we chill. Now, I can't go get grapes at work because you, you decided to, to give away my food. <laughs> she ain't fooling me. My, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've learned how to uh, negotiate. Uh, yeah. So I talked to her grandma, and I learned how to negotiate. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got a few things that uh, made me learn I don't need uh, children. Um, I happened to like go to the bathroom and came back in, and uh, we watch uh, Looney Tunes. When we get home when I when I pick her up, and I didn't realize that Looney Tunes had changed the Mad TV, and I wasn't paying that shit no attention. <laughs> and she looks at me and she says. I don't need to be watching this. This is inappropriate for me. Right. I looked at her like, oh, oh. Then I looked. I said, oh, yeah, baby. That's inappropriate for you. That's mad TV. I said, like, yeah, let me turn this. When the kid got to tell you shit is inappropriate for them, you don't need kids. Yeah, I told her. I said something was uh, stupid on TV. I was like, uh, Tom Tom is so stupid. Uh, Jerry's so smart. She was like, don't say bad words around me. I was like, what? What bad word? Don't say bad words around me. I was like, stupid? Stupid is a bad word now. Like I didn't even fucking know this, <laughs> but okay. I was like, all right. I, I was like, uh, so you don't want me to say stupid no more. She was like, if you say bad words around me, I will repeat them. She oh, sure did I say was, that. I was like, well, shit. Then, uh, then yeah, Lala, let me stop saying that. I don't need your mama coming down here talking about where she learned this from. But uh, yeah, man, I, she she'll warn you. She like a spoiler warning for cursing and shit. Yeah, and you know what? And and I, and I wish all children came like that because she would like tell you up front, don't don't do that. Like I was sitting in the car with her the other day. She looked at me. She says, "I'm gonna wear a miniskirt when I grow up." I looked at her. I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Oh, well, why are you gonna wear a miniskirt? Because because that's that's what I'm supposed to do." I said, "Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, well, thank you for informing well, me." She also said she's not scared of anything, including the shark, because she'll get a harpoon. And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." Where you gonna Where you gonna get a harpoon from? The harpoon Poon store. The harpoon store. So, uh, okay, okay, Layla, you you win this round. I don't I don't know what to say. Yes, and, and, and she is more um, intelligent than than we think. And uh, she had me laughing too because um I'm, I'm gonna have to start putting her in the back seat because i sit her up front with me because she's she's um tall enough and big enough but she don't understand the concept of me driving so when she gets in she wants to talk to me and swing her hands across my eyes and all that shit I'm like mm, we're gonna have to put you in the back seat because honey you're gonna kill everybody because you're excited about talking to me yeah but I, it's cool though because it's cool that she's opened up so much man she's she's uh, came a long way she's very much like me in the sense of like i don't really talk to everybody but when i do it's just like fucking uh i can't shut the fuck up so we definitely got that gene together because like i see new people i'm like yeah i don't know you so we're not gonna have a conversation and then you come around me long enough it's like god damn shut the fuck up man i don't care about your (laughs) random thoughts 
Fair is the total opposite. We'd be in Walmart just walking past people in the aisle. She's like, hi! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh I'm that kid. I was that kid. Yeah. Uh, what else you got, Karen? Um, also, I found something brand new I was talking about on Twitter. I found lip gloss. Oh, my gosh. That's the best fucking thing ever. Um, I know I'm 33 years old and I never really wear makeup, but I was at the uh, hair store and they had like all these displays. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. I was like, I don't like lipstick because lipstick, I feel like makes me like a clown on my lips. But I was like, I'm going to try some lip gloss and I put the lip gloss on and it makes my lips pop and it makes my lips shim. And I was like, oh shit, I feel like a grown ass woman with my shiny ass lips and they make me feel sexy. So I I have found lip gloss. (laughs) Uh, Sherry, you wear lip gloss, any makeup at all? Oh, I don't wear lip gloss. I don't. I have little lips, so I don't want to draw attention to my lips. So. <laughs> she got she she uh that yeah her lips. I was my uh, lips came from white people's side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't I don't put anything on my lips to draw attention to them. I am even a little bit funny when I have to put on chapstick. Mm. Um, because you know I mean I'm drawing attention to them. But anyway, yeah. So I just I wear eye makeup. Like eyeshadow, okay. eyeliner, mascara. Yeah, no, I've, uh, Scar, you got a preference to uh, the makeup thing, man? Does it matter to you one way or the other? <clears throat> well, um, well, I, I don't. I don't necessarily need Sherry to wear makeup. Yeah. So it do, it does it doesn't bother me. Like when she does, a lot of times she like she wear some eyeshadow or something like that. But it isn't. Most of the time, it's not really anything that I that. I pay too much attention to, yeah, because it does. It doesn't matter because it, in in the in the scheme of things, like she's not doing it for me because I didn't need you to do that. And right. to be honest, if you were doing it for me, I'm just trying to get you to where I could turn the lights off anyway. Right. So it really don't matter. Makeup, <laughs> makeup to me is such a losing proposition for women because I only notice makeup when it's fucked up. Like I would never know. Like I, it's almost like if, like if someone's not making, not wearing makeup or they're barely wearing makeup, I to me it's the same. But if I, but if it's fucked up, I'm like, mm-hmm, your shit is fucked up. What are you covering up? Like, um, I like I used to work with a chick that used to put like all this, like I guess it's called base on her face, where it's mm-hmm. like this brown, like she was a, she was a black girl. It was like this really oh. brown stuff. And it would be like five mm-hmm. and we like had a, uh, like a foundation. A lot of times, yeah, it comes foundation, in, uh, liquid or powder. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we used to work where we had to wear white uh, collared shirts because we were waiters, and she would have brown shit all on the collar of her shirt. And yeah. I was just like, that you are wearing entirely too much. Like, I don't know what is under your makeup. It can't be worse than the makeup. It can't like, I don't like. You would have to look like Two Face underneath your makeup for me to be like, that's terrible. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, dude. I think that um, uh, and I don't mind the lip gloss thing. I noticed Karen had it on the other day. It mm-hmm. didn't bother me at all. But yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, I'm not really a huge fan of makeup, and I don't think. I mean, I'm venture to maybe this will be the poll, but. I don't think most guys care. That, that's, and, and yeah, the only don't. thing I really cared about, especially in the early days, was how much of my clothes she was fucking up by wearing all yeah, of that makeup. I mean, you know, I was everybody who's listened, if you've listened to the Dream Team, knows that I was a bad influence on Scar. So I used to Which skip, is true. <clears throat> yeah. So I used to skip school. And me and my friend, we used to go to the mall and we used to get makeovers and stuff like that. So I went through a phase where, yes, I used to wear all that pancake crap and, you know, lipstick and eyeliner, mascara, blush, all that shit. And um, I used to get it on, like, his, like, I used to, you know, I'm a hugger. So all that crap would come off on, like, his jackets Mm. and stuff like that. 
But man, I used to have this. Remember when them like them like scuba jackets used to be in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had this sweet ass white scuba jacket and it had a couple of like vertical stripes on it, but on on one side, but on the other side it was pure white, and like. She will always get the makeup all on the fucking yeah. white of my scuba jacket. I was mad as shit, son. I yeah. think I think the perception is that guys care, but I don't know how that started. Cause like you, like I only you only see uh, women's magazines concerned about it or other women. I've never seen a dude have a conversation. I've been a dude all my life. I've never sat down and had a conversation with another grown ass man about somebody's makeup. Like and, no dude has ever been like, "Hey, man, and, um, Jennifer Anderson's hot, right?" But you see her makeup on the last movie she did? Jesus, And, man. you know, I think that's true because I guess for me, I've been asked by more women why don't I wear makeup. Like, people have just asked me. Oh, it's like once you get to a certain age, you don't have something on. They think it's something wrong with you for now. Especially, and there's nothing wrong with men wearing makeup. But people that heavily wear makeup, especially the people that sell things, they be like, um, would you like makeup? And I was like, looking at them like, do you see my face? Do anything on my face say that I wear <laughs> right. makeup? Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with society and everything, too, because, I mean, the the reason why I went through that phase is like, okay, I turned 18. I'm grown. You know, everybody thinks they're grown at 18. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm grown. The grown up thing to do is get facials and wear makeup and spend dollars and dollars and millions on makeup because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an adult. And that's, you know, that's what I did. I mean, you look through a magazine, you get all of these Cosmo vibe, all these magazines and stuff like that, and CoverGirl, and you have all of these awesome celebrities as their spokesperson. So you're, you know, well, this is all in my opinion. You're thinking, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to fucking do. Right. So that's what I did, you know, and it's like, just, like it, almost to keep up. Right, to keep up. I mean, not necessarily to compete with other women, but you see all these women and all of these spokespeople and, you know, the people that you look up to wearing this and how beautiful they are. Every girl wants to be beautiful, so obviously I have to do this and wear this to become beautiful like them. Yeah. And it just, it took, it honestly, it took somebody, it took Scar to tell me, you don't have to. You don't yeah. need all that shit on your face. Now, I mean, he might have been doing it because he's tired of his coat being fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me one day. He said to me, I was getting ready for something and I started putting that stuff on. He was like, why don't you just try not wearing that? I mean, you're a beautiful person. You don't need makeup. And I looked at him and he was dead serious. And I was like, you know what? Hey, you know, it, your opinion is the only opinion that I give a shit right. about. If, if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. And then I just didn't put all that stuff on i just dressed up my eyes every now and then and yeah I, go ahead Karen. yeah and sherry too i also think a lot of that has to do with a lot of the stereotypes on women like when it comes to weight when it comes to beauty mm-hmm. you know it's almost like the standards are the smaller you are the quote unquote more beautiful you are the bigger yep. you are the less attractive you are and for a lot of people uh especially for women it's like if you wear if you wear makeup you are beautiful um and this is taught to young children at an early age and those pageants and things like that versus just being comfortable in your own skin now if you choose to wear makeup that's that you know there's nothing wrong with that and that's fine but i think that for a lot of people it's kind of bombarded and pushed on them at such an early age that they that a lot of women think that they're not nothing without their makeup and you right. look, most people look just fine without makeup on yeah the other yeah. thing i noticed too that uh you know reason that um i'm not a fan of makeup too is like the kind of women that really specialize in putting on a lot of makeup Y'all niggas take too long to get ready, man. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just want to get up and go to the movie. I don't want to have to be like, 
like every every dude i know that ba- dates a chick that puts on a lot of makeup is chronically fucking late it's like hey man uh dark night started 45 minutes ago yeah man you know cheryl was running late like god damn like you know like one of my aunts she wears a lot of makeup and oh, it's she's like the worst she's like hey let's go to the uh let's go to the mall i'm like cool. i'll meet you there let's go to the mall that let's let's do that and then it's like uh okay uh we're gonna go to the mall what time y'all want to get there uh let's get there about one o'clock i start getting ready like 12 30 12 45 I'm, I'm ready to go i'm sitting in the living room at 1 2 15 2 30 all right, I'm ready to go. You know what? Fuck it, man. I don't I even want to go. Yeah, that's what I used to do. I don't even want to go. Yeah, no I, I would be so pissed. Why not? Like, because, nigga, it took you two and a half well, hours was, to get your face that's right. Why, that's why every dude I know that has this chick always tells her much earlier what time they're supposed to leave. Yeah, you got to lie. Now I got to lie to you as part of my routine to go places. Mm-hmm. I have to start lying to my wife. Like, yeah, baby, the movie started at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. Like. 10 o'clock in the morning, yep, so we can get to the 6 o'clock showing. <laughs> I used to be, I used to be the dumb bitch, and I'm, I'm, if you do this, I'm not calling you dumb bitch, I'm talking about myself. Um, I used to be in the car, and driving in the car, putting the shit on in the rearview mirror while I'm driving. Like, I used to be that asshole. Oh, that's so and dangerous. That, it is dangerous and it's bad. I mean, you know, now I just text, but that's, you know. Right. Well, as long as you're texting and well, not, yeah, yeah. you know, multitasking. It's more important. No, uh. but for real, yeah, I used to, it used to be that bad. Like, seriously, it, it was just a phase that I went through and I, you know, I grew out of it and it's all that. But like, even now, like when I do my eyes, like if I don't have time in the morning, you know what, fuck it. I don't need it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That simple. And, and to me, I like, I, I think for me, it's at a sheer laziness. I like to sleep, and I like every minute of yeah. sleep I can literally get in the morning. <laughs> and I'm not waking up 15 minutes, 35 minutes, an hour early just to put, put paint on my face. Uh-huh. And like I said, for those of you that wear makeup, keep wearing your makeup, girl. Do your thing. It just happens yes. not, to, you know, not to not to be for me. And I know for some women, um, they look like two people with the, without their makeup on. Like I've yeah, literally, I've literally all, ran across way, people. You be like, oh, looks like Jeff Hornacek without her makeup on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. For real. If you ever seen that picture, look just Google Katy Perry, no makeup. She totally looks like Jeff Hornacek. I'ma Google that right now. Karen, what's your next random thought? Oh, my next random thought is this, and I just think this is hilarious. I was at work the other day, and a bad thunderstorm was coming, because we sit, oh, well, well, all the, all the cubicles are not near windows, but where I'm sitting, it's like near a window. And so, from where we're sitting, you can see the, the clouds come across, you see the thunder and the lightning and all that stuff, and it started raining. Why do people lose their fucking mind out like they've never seen rain every time it rains at their job? Like, oh, you see the rain? You see the lightning? Yes, nigga. How, how long you been alive? 45 years? Mm-hmm. You never seen a thunderstorm in your goddamn life. Why you coming over here talking to me about a thunderstorm? Yeah, I've that, never understood this. That is funny how everybody reverts back to like third grade when it starts storming real bad. A snowing. Uh, I'm from I'm from Virginia. Like the moment a snowflake comes out, it it just awakens the kid in everybody except me. Like yeah. everybody is like, oh shit, did you see that? It's it's snowing. Like and they're all so happy. Like they're about to go outside and make fucking snow angels and shit. <laughs> like people people right here get really happy when like we don't even get the day off of work ninety nine point nine percent of the time. 
time when it snows like snow is only the shit that's gonna lead to my car wrecking or me having to take an extra 45 minutes to get to work because no one else can drive in it yes like fuck that i don't want it to snow like complete like it's not like i get out of school because because your kid gets out of school i gotta be my ass at work most of the time Mm -hmm. ain't that the truth yeah it don't excite me at all Mm -mm. i get mad i get the ugly face they're like school kind of fuck that i ain't in school plus i'm just not fucking uh mystified by weather like what (laughs) like this is it's 2012 dog it's not fucking uh 200 bc or some shit man we we know what the fuck is going on up there it's like yeah lightning gonna strike oh my god that means the devil is beating this child like no get the fuck out of here that's what my mom used to say my mom used to say it was uh, thundering and lightning like thundering um was the they'd be bowling and she said thunder would be the angels bowling and thunder would be the ball going down the um the lane and lightning will be there when they got a strike and what you need to learn from that is what scar said never lie to your kids just say that again be honest because that's some dumb shit for an adult to be saying ain't it though life like what well you know there ain't nothing but the devil bowling every time time there's a lightning storm it's gonna run up your light bill so you need to turn everything off oh Oh. we we talked about that the worst country shit the worst is uh, my dad used to make us turn all the shit off like you know the lightning gonna come i read a story one time about lightning striking a man's tv i'm like if that shit was an epidemic <laughs> no we would everybody would know dad i can't watch the rest of star trek because of this shit this is bullshit this might be the one where jordy gets to finally see <laughs> no, of course he and, then he, and then he has the weird looking eyes and shit son yeah i want to see this shit dad now i'm not gonna know i'm just gonna well, tell every black man on this show is fucked up one <laughs> on kc the other one got a wrinkled forehead this is some bullshit son yeah the wrinkled forehead angry brother like i know i know the stereotypes um all right let's do some articles guys um uh first of all here are the blackout tips we like to play a little game called guess the race yes sir uh in which we talk about different news stories and we have our guest on this line and they try to guess the race of the people involved big purple lip niggers oh sorry early. <laughs> oh it's too, you're too, too early it's a little too sorry. early and uh the chat room will get involved too and normally the chat room uh we have to warn everybody because they are racist now not not every article will be guess the race some articles are just stories and I'll let you guys know before I start reading it which ones are guess the race and which ones aren't. Now, is everybody ready to go? Yes. Let's do this shit, son. All right. Um, this this story is just not guess the race. Uh, it's just so remember- crazy. It's um, a dude did a little experiment and found out that uh, a lot of people are fucking psycho. Uh, well, not a lot. There's a group of people that are psycho. Um, and let me see if I can play the YouTube video of him talking about it. Reading a long time ago that people actually serve more to hit turtles on the road than they would snakes. And as a firm believer in the scientific method, I decided to test out this hypothesis. So I got a rubber turtle and a rubber snake. I also got a uh, rubber tarantula too to spice things up a little bit. I basically alternated placing each on the shoulder of the road and I uh, counted cars and meticulously uh, collected data. So here's what I found. According to my relatively small sample size, about 1,000 cars, 94% of all drivers are totally boring. They didn't do anything, they just drove by. But the remaining 6% are cold-blooded rubber animal killers. That's right, 6% of people, when there's roadkill on the road, will intentionally drive out of the way onto the side of the road to run over it again. Wow. <laughs> 
Isn't that a little weird? That's very weird. I ain't That's gonna fuck my tires up, dog. Got bones sticking out of it. See, like, I don't think I've ever seen roadkill and was like, I'm gonna fuck that roadkill up and get mine in too. Like, that's insane to me, dude. Like, 6% of the people on the road do this. Oh. Now, but I think it's different. It's different for me because when I was younger, I seen this, I seen this cat get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like it was just stand, it was just standing close to the road. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty decent side, you know, um, two lanes in both directions. And this cat tried to run across the street, and um, you know, we just, we just happened to look and see that cat try to run for it, and just got smashed up. Like it, it was, mm. it was really bad. And just saw, just seeing that was like, ooh, I don't ever want to be a part of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen roadkills. Like I, mm-hmm. I got next. Mm-mm. I hit a bird by accident one time. I was flying and he didn't get up quick enough. He got caught underneath my wheel. Yeah, I saw that. I, I've, I've hit a bird. I've hit something by accident before, but never have I been like, mm, "I'm gonna get that cat." Like, oh no! Mm-mm. All right, here's a here's the next uh, story. This is not guess the race. It's just a, a regular story. Um, why won't it play? Owners are preparing for the convention, and that includes strip clubs. As News Channel 8's Adrian Pedersen tells us, club owners are getting creative and hoping to attract high-end clientele. Go-Go gives every dance her best because she never knows who's watching. Everything basically that you see in a bricks-and-mortar strip club, you can now see live on the Internet. The company is called Club Cam Systems. Don Kleinhans, the owner of the Odyssey, started it and has been working out the kinks for a few years. They get unlimited access to see the stage and the dressing room 24 hours a day. Damn. By the time... The, the dressing room seems a little creepy. Am I, am I, am I too wrong for saying that? Wow. No. But, 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 I'm not saying I wouldn't watch, but it seems like... <laughs> the it's like we have live webcams at the strip club, uh, including the dressing room. It's like I think we went I, a little far. I guess it's saying you paying, you want all access. <laughs> it's like some chick changing oh, a yeah. tampon or something. It's like I need to see uh, this. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yes, no. too much, too much. All right. Here we when go. the RNC rolls around, Klein Hans hopes members of the GOP will have already formed attachments to his dancers from watching them online. Not only can you watch the girls online, but you can also chat with them. All you have to do is log into the website. Type- By the way, this news reporter. What the fuck are you going to say? This news reporter logging in from her company web. Uh, computer. Computer. <laughs> I just like the idea of her going to human resources and them being like, yeah, so that story you did, um, that was only like 10 minutes. Why were you on the site for three hours? Yes. I just want to know. A question and they'll respond. But a relationship with dancers like GoGo is going to cost you. Customers pay about $24 a month more depending on extras. GoGo hopes the high-end clientele she meets during the convention will keep in touch. If someone came to town, you only had them the short amount of time they were in town, and then you had to part ways and... That was it. But now you can still make money off of them. Across town, the dollhouse doesn't have during the big event. I'm really excited. Um, I know there's going to be so many people here. The club's going to be really busy, and it's going to be a really fun time to work. Fun and profitable. The club got a $1 million facelift just in time. As for the entertainment that week, customers might be doing some double takes. Um, she portrays a, a very famous person. Sarah Palin, she's a dead ringer lookalike. 
from webcams to a that's right scar come on sir i've seen i've already seen why do i need to see that i've already seen three different sarah sarah palin porns with completely different chicks being sarah palin i don't Mm -hmm. need to see this shit dog yep so apparently uh the guys at the rnc as much as they respect sarah palin for her tough uh you know uh tenacity and her uh mm-hmm, and her ability being a maverick yeah, her ability uh, to see japan from her house mm-hmm. right but uh what they really want to do is jack off to sarah palin of so course. uh they'll have sarah palin look like strippers uh because they respect women so much over there and uh they love y'all speaking of stripping okay uh octomom completely off of welfare through stripping guys y'all proud of her I mean, she's Octomom. Like, why Why would you pay for that? Right. At this so point, like, is. you're just paying for, like, I feel like every dude is paying to see if the vagina is stretched out or not. Get yeah, me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's like, she's she's pretty much like the... Uh, like she's a, a side She's, she's like almost. the name brand of, of yeah. strippers right now. You're just paying for the name. Like, you're not paying for the strip. No. Like, you're paying for the name. Like, she she's the... She's the Jordans of, of like, it's not worth it to spend this much money. Right. But Mm-mm. we come to it because there's this thing. <laughs> yeah, we know we overpriced, but we know you're going to pay. Yeah, I just can't picture, like, uh, like I feel like every dude that talks about her vagina has this idea of it being, like, a huge cavern or something. And in my mind, I think she had, like, a C-section, so it's just like a regular vagina. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of dudes looking and going, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> just that's all her show Dabbing is a dollar bill with a tear when they throw it yeah it's like she takes her clothes off and then you go oh man this is a normal <laughs> vagina thought it was gonna nothing be, special going on thought here she gonna shoot like a it's fucking like, going to see her strip it's like paying to see battlefield earth in the movie theater right like, <laughs> it's like this isn't funny or good i can't even joke at this this is a normal ass woman stripping. It's like she gonna like they think I can't think people keep thinking she's gonna like open her legs and shoot out like a cantaloupe across stage or something. <laughs> it's like she's not gonna do anything, guys. It's just a vagina. You've seen it before. <laughs> she just will flip over and just start shooting uh t shirts across the room. You like the t shirt cannon? <laughs> Two strippers come out and hold her legs and shoot it up for the people in the back and shit. Why they say two T's for the price of one. They start pointing like they do like over there over there yeah <laughs> point this way all the guys are standing up yeah yeah i want one i want a t-shirt yeah <laughs> like, hey man i got hit with a soggy t-shirt in the face yes i won i'm winning in life it right had now. two tickets in it that's right i'm gonna put this t-shirt on right now it smells like but uh speaking ah. of uh protest and stuff like that um i ran across this article someone sent me that um apparently uh let me just read the article what would possess an abortion clinic to encourage women to seek out an abortion on a sunday that's exactly what the orlando women's center offered on its website of course sunday is when most christians attend church so perhaps one of the goals of this promotional stunt is to encourage young women to seek abortions on a day where pro-life christians will be spending their time in prayer and with family instead of prayfully pester uh, protesting and witness and witnessing outside of the abortion clinic sunday is also the traditional day of rest in america when most businesses are closed but as many pro-lifers know abortion ends uh innocent lives 24 7 so apparently uh this must be from a uh 
you know, pro-life standpoint. Oh, so they got 24-7 abortion clinic going on in the belt? I guess. Uh, Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers seemingly can't help themselves when it comes to offering gift certificates on sacred days as an incentive to abort. Planned Parenthood of Indiana and Illinois got it, uh, got in hot water in 2010, offering choice on earth celebration abortion gift certificates to coincide with Christmas. <laughs> what an asshole move. <laughs> Man, I, I like when the people that you're on their side do fucked up shit and you're like, well, not that. No, I'm not on that part of your side. I just think we should have an option. I don't think we should be like passing out coupons at Christmas. Like, what a dickhead move. <laughs> it's a dickhead move, but they right, son. Oh, man. Even, even, even the Westboro Baptist Church still got to go to church. Well, like, you know what it is? It's like the, uh, for me, it's like the Chick-fil-A thing where like, if you don't want to eat there, don't eat there. But if I see you like uh judging me and boycotting me for eating there, then it's kind of like, okay, well, you lost me. You had me and then you lost me. That's then, right. Like, y'all had me, but uh, I don't know if we need to be like, $50 off on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> why that Why that? no good man is out playing best basketball and you pregnant with a baby you don't have? Come on down here on Sunday. Yeah, but if, if you bring <laughs> bring a church flyer. If we ain't got it, fuck it. You don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> bring a, if you bring a church program, you get $100 off. Like, no, you went too far. <laughs> we'll leave you your discount on wings while we're doing it, Bush. Yeah, here's, what? What, here's how I feel about it. I would like people to be able to make the choice themselves. The yes, end. and that's it to me. I don't need you guys fucking with the Christians and making jokes on them and messing with their religion. Mm. I would like for us to just be able to say, you can do this or you can't. But it's like, instead, it's turned into a political battle and lines are drawn. It says, uh, this idea to give our gift certificates for Sunday abortion reminds me of the infamous line by pro-abortion activist Florence Kennedy. If men could get pregnant, abortion would be a sacrament. Uh, I don't even know what that line means, Florence. Uh, it's too deep. Perversely, it is not men and or and pro-life Christians who are obsessed with abortion. There's abortion providers such as Orlando Clinic. So, so much that they are scared to even allow women opportunity, which Sunday provides to contemplate and bravely, bravely choose life. Now, obviously, this is written from somebody who's pro-life uh, mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, but at the same time, like, when you fuck with people on purpose... This is the kind of response you're going to get. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get the pro-life person demify, dem- demonizing you and, and all that shit. It's like, you, did you, was that the only way to handle this? That's all I got to say. All right. Sword ratchetness. What's, yeah. Yeah, Scar. Mm-hmm. I know. Now, Sherry, you said Scar put the swords up, right? Yeah, they're in the storage unit. Yeah. Okay. They're, all right, they're all right. gone. They're not gone, but they're not in the house. Okay. I feel safer for you now, Sherry. I I worry about you. (laughs) Uh, Winston-Salem police say a 67-year-old man has been shot to death after he attacked a man with a sword. Winston-Salem Journal reported that 56-year-old James Samuels was arrested Wednesday and charged with possession of a gun by a convicted felon and the sale and delivery of marijuana, but police say Samuels will not be charged with the killing of Anthony Alfonso McArthur because Samuels was acting in self-defense. Winston-Salem police say McArthur had attacked Samuels with an 18-inch sword because he was unhappy with the amount of marijuana he purchased from Samuels. Oh, wow. <laughs> he went and got the sword. <laughs> this this is some bull. This ain't a dime back. You know what? This is some bullshit. Like, I love. Right. Everybody does. Everybody knows the trunk. The trunk trot for your weapon is always preceded by, you know what? Everybody knows that. <laughs> 
you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get tired of arguing. Yeah, they're like, you know what? You know, and, and, and for those of you that don't know, when you hear, you know what? It's time to leave the building, the vicinity, mm-hmm. the wherever you are. It's just you know, hit the ground, just move. Cause I was at a basketball court the other day, and I thought we were gonna have to beat this dude up, man, because. He uh got fouled in the paint or something. Like he was trying to box out and people like he got pushed around a little bit by my boy Mike and they pushed back and forth and he lost the pushing match. Right? So he got mad and he's like, Man, you gonna stop pushing me, man. I'm just coming through the middle. And Mike was like, Stay out the paint if you don't wanna get pushed. That's what people are doing down here. And so dude did the slow trot to his bag to get something out and i'm like yo we about to have to fuck this dude up i'm not dying because he don't like getting pushed i know it's so and he and all and and he's so dumb he pulled out a phone i'm like nigga you know how long it's gonna take for your boys to get here if you call somebody on the, you will be gonna, beat down they want to whoop your ass and left you for dead Come yeah on, they get here and found yeah, a bloody yo, corpse yeah they go they go they go get here to, just to see you leaking and nothing else Dumbest shit ever, dude. And and we and you did it in the middle of the game, so it wasn't even sneaky. We all know that you went and got your phone. Then he didn't even call nobody. He just put it in his pocket and kept playing ball for like two plays. Took it out of his pocket because he realized that it could fall on the floor and break and put it back in his bag. And I'm like, this bitch-ass dude, man. Like, you really almost caught it. You were so close to an ass. Like, after the game, I was talking to people like, yeah, man, we, uh. Am I the only one to notice that we almost had to whoop that dude's ass? Or everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, I was gonna whoop his ass too. I was gonna do it too. I'm not gonna <laughs> I die." Trying to get shot up in here. Yeah, I thought that nigga had a gun or a knife or some shit. Man, it took me a second. I was like, I stopped playing ball. I was like, everyone was running down the court. I just started going close to him. Like, yeah, don't be a gun. <laughs> don't I be know a so. I'm gonna sneak you. I'm gonna live. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'll just lose my job. I am not worried about that. All nah, right. nah, that's an instance where I will bail you out of jail soon. Now it's time for for guess the race. Here yes. we go. Yes. I hope you guys have your guess the race racism hats on because it's gonna be a good day. Cool. William Oller Jr.'s dad is accused of trying to kill him because he was singing karaoke. <gasps> oh. Mm, scars already going with white. Uh, there's more story to this. If y'all y'all don't have to guess right away, but it's up to you guys. Uh, Aller Jr. had an exclusive interview with KRCR and he says he does not want his dad to be charged. Aller Jr. couldn't recall which Kenny Chesney song, <laughs> guess the race, he was trying to duplicate. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm vindicated. So. You're, doub- you're doubling down on white, okay? Yes, double down. But deputies say it enraged his father so much that he shot his son multiple times. <gasps> oh <my laughs> what song is that, boy? I don't know. <laughs> Is is that track number 10? 18? Yeah. What song is that? He was trying to sing Honky Tonk for Donkey Donk. Right He's like, now you know, you know this is a Travis Tritt house, boy. We If it ain't Travis Tritt, we don't play it. Now you turn that goddamn Kenny Chesney off before I had to put a hole in you. If it ain't Randy Travis, it ain't about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, now, I want to hear some Kenny Chesney. I've never heard Kenny Chesney before. Me either. Let me um. I'm gonna play some Kenny Chesney real quick to see what this dude got shot for. <laughs> okay. Still wouldn't. I wouldn't shoot somebody for this yet. It has a little bit of a beat though. Boy, clack, clack. When I told you, you know I got a two-minute intro. 
leave me off to turn it on again Staring at the blades of the fan as it spins around This ain't that bad yeah, why would you? I'm telling you, I think I think I think Ti can beat you on this song. That it has a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think Ti can do this shit. So. Maybe that's just the worst one, but I I mean like a bad example. But I wouldn't shoot anybody over that. You know what's funny is I just imagine the scene going down like some shit from Footloose or something. <laughs> yes, like like Daddy, I want to sing. It's like, boy, you know, it's, we don't sing in this house. And we don't dance in this house. You go house. down to that karaoke bar tonight, and I'm going to disown you. Well, I'm going, Dad. You can't stop me. And then. And I'm going to play my guitar, and I'm going to have sex with my girlfriend, and there's nothing you can do about it, Daddy. And she showed me her titties, and I liked them, too. Yes, I did. I felt them. They felt soft. Yeah. Oh, man. This seems terrible. Like, get shot off. Alligators are ornery because of that Medulla Oblong Gaga. And you know this is the first, you know it's gotta be the first time anybody got shot to a Kenny Chesney song. <laughs> where, like, where's, where's all the people that are like, hip hop is so violent for this shit, you know? It's like, <laughs> I want I want someone to do like a, you know, country music is getting violent and it's out of hand, okay? People, the East Coast, well, the South, the East Coast, South Coast beef of country music. <laughs> <laughs> Any West Coast or South, it's the South by South beef. It's claimed claim too many lives. No, the the Mason Dixon beef. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's in, in country music, yeah. huh, it is it is the world versus Nashville, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got family in Nashville. Yes, it's like boy, I thought I thought I raised you better than that. Now you already pissed me off when you came in here with that goddamn Dale Junior jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That Dale Jr. jacket. You knew I was going to have a problem, but you seen Kenny Chesney tonight? I'm putting five bullets in your ass. Um, so they said, you know, Oliver. You, know you know, I had to take your sister out because she had a cowboy choice seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know that country plus rap equals crap. <laughs> uh, Oliver Jr. was grazed by five bullets and tells me one, uh, one other is still in his shoulder. Damn! This, he shot his son five times. His son did. Did he? Did he shoot? You know, he, he, but he grazed him that many times. So that means he was really like he was really teaching his son a lesson. Like I, I don't think he. I don't think he was that bad of a shot. Like he was really like, oh, got your shoulder, got that shoulder. Like I think he was really like. <laughs> he used he used a gun like my mom used a switch. <laughs> yes. He's he like, see, boy, I told you, Ping! like, oh, my leg. Uh, boy, shut up! It's just a grade. Stop crying like that. You want some more? Well, I done told you I go deer hunting for a living, boy. <laughs> um, I treat you just like that damn deal. They did this shit with a gun, like how they do on the um on the karate flicks when you fighting your teacher and the teacher stop right in front of your face. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he did the country version of that. Despite the uh -huh. near despite the near death experience, William says his dad is a loving man who even coached him in singing. Ola Jr. tells us it is totally out of character and the last thing I want to see is my dad in trouble or prison for something that I truly I believe he didn't know what he was doing at the time. Was he drunk? He said his dad was recovering from two recent strokes and that might have contributed to the <laughs> shooting. Uh, I didn't know people attack you after strokes. His dad his dad's 70 years old and uh, he pleaded not guilty to attempted murder. He just had two strokes that he could lift a gun? I guess so, man. Wow. Maybe that kidney chasing gave him the power. All right, guys, what? Uh, let's guess the race here. Uh, Sherry, what race do you have for uh, Mr. Aller? 
senior i'm gonna go caucasian okay we got caucasian and white let's take out the chat room and see what they have to say about this a mayonnaise milkshake chugger tobacco chewing country cooning cracker one who supports the national rifle association four versus chevy truck arguer man white people will do that phil that's a good one can't believe no one did that before. Oh, yeah, I, they I take that my, seriously. I, literally, we had an email chain and a talk at wing night with my white friends about which truck was better. I was like, really? F-O-R day Ford. I can't, <laughs> I can't ride a Chevrolet because I can't spit. It's all about Ford. He's <laughs> like, no, it they were yeah. like, they was like, now you know the Toyota Tundra's coming up. I'm like, all right. You know I, that's coming up. And boy, take your word for and, it. And boy, you know it got to be country born, country raised. I don't mess with that foreign stuff. I don't know what you're talking about over there. It better be Ford, Ford tough. Civil, uh, Civil War reenacted moonshine making redneck white. One who can chug an entire canister of cheese whiz without taking a breath. No crackers needed as cracker. A uh, white person who has at least one Confederate flag to have two. Rebel flag blanket owner. Never heard that one. And Hank Williams, <laughs> Hank Williams fan. Uh, get her done F450 driver. <laughs> That's a good one. Real life squid Billy. Real life get squid Get her done, Billy. boy. Uh, real life squid billy trailer park white correct answer is white white it was a white man mm-hmm. uh who shot his own son over kenny chesney grazed him all right here's another guest of race hey this was in portsmouth hmm virginia mm-hmm isn't that up y'all way uh-huh. Yep. Oh, right around the corner, right yeah. around the corner. Yep. So, here we go. Let's see how. Not gonna surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're niggers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A retired, a retired man is accused of giving two girls, uh, scotch to drink and making them a pornographic DVD. <gasps> he waived his right to an arraignment and is scheduled for an October trial. Ronald Radigan, 69. He made them watch one or did he make one with them? He made a, I think he made one for them and gave it to them to watch. Uh, Oh, oh. He's charged with a count of obscene matter materials and two counts of prohibited sales of alcohol beverages. Though, uh, through attorney John Pendleton, Radigan denies the charges of waived his right to an arraignment. According to an affidavit by Detective David Kevinney, Police were made aware of the allegations by a Portsmouth High School guidance counselor. Investigating detective Scott Study in- interviewed the 15 and 16 year old girls who said Radigan invited them into his apartment where he showed them a slideshow. He made a DVD with images of naked adults he referred to as educational materials. I'm, I like to, I like to withdraw and change mine to white people. Okay, this dude is white. Okay, maybe they asked to see his boy stick and he couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> the George, the girls oh. told the girls told police that after Radigan showed them the images, he gave them the DVD, a laptop computer, and other us a laptop. What? Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> he gave him a DVD and a laptop. This perv, lock him up. Oh, wow, he was, he was trying to get caught. When he gave them a laptop, what? he was like, I don't know how to work this. Y'all just take the laptop. I do kind of, I do kind of feel there. like uh, these little girls played him, which. Uh, which is good. They got a laptop out of Get it. Get y'all Come a on. laptop, but y'all should have never went in this freak's apartment. You don't know what Hello. would happen. 
and other unspecified electronics according you think they were like girl we we could get them for his video camera uh, we want to make a video can we borrow your camera you can have it just so uh, you know, me yes he and was, uh take my laptop too and uh yep and now don't forget to make that movie for me i want to see be sure yeah. y'all be kissing each other now here's a hundred dollars and some alcohol and they just like balling, they got that old man going home like i ain't filming this shit <laughs> in fact i'm gonna get this to my mama so they can yeah. find out who this pervert is uh so um all right so according to the affidavit radigan is also alleged to have shown the girls how to review the dvd once they got home uh, when one of the girl's older sister was informed about the allegations, she threw the electronics and DVD at Radigan's apartment door. Man, that's a disturbing way to get that return. So like, couldn't you at least sit it down? I could have, I could have used that. And she could, that could have used as evidence. Why did she throw it back at the door? Um, so according to the police, Radigan also asked one of the girls if he could perform a sexual act on her. Of course he did. He's a scumbag. During the May 15th interview, Radigan said was the first to inform police that he'd given the girls alcohol when he said he'd only given about one fourth cup of scotch and that was it. Not a big deal because not a big deal because he was like a father figure to them. See, this is why I don't fuck with niggas from P-Town. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I don't fuck with any old people that want to hang out with kids. I don't care. Like, no, I, you want to hang out? Mm-mm. You should not like hanging out with kids that ain't yours. I'm sorry. Say that again. And this nigga gave him. I like how he. I, I love when criminals do this shit. What they, what they say? Yeah, like a fourth of a cup of scotch ain't a big deal. What they say something that is literally the crime, and they're just like, "I gave her a fourth of cup of scotch. I don't see what the big problem is here, officer." It's like, what? She has adults that can't drink that. <laughs> Fe- I, well, apparently you don't understand the criminal code because that's federal time. Yes, dumbass. Like, what? It's just a fourth cup of scotch. You act like it was a full cup. Now, a full cup, I can see that's twenty five to life, but fourth of a cup mm-hmm. is that? That's two to three years. Then he's just looking at the books, like, wait a minute. There's no distinguishing here between the amount of alcohol uh, i like to take it, it back. all goes together <laughs> it's like i only rub the outside it's not like i put anything in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i let them i just let them smell the alcohol and i put it back uh the fo- following his june 5th arrest he was released on five thousand dollars personal reconnaissance reconnaissance by bail and he was ordered to have no contact with the girls guess the race now scar um, scar went with white Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Scar went with white, so Sherry is just you. What, what, what's the race? Yeah, I was because I know the city. I'm just. I have to stay. I have to stay black. Okay. Like, that's black. that's exactly. That was my first thought. Yeah, the the city, yo. I I gotta go black. So Sherry's black, and Scarfinger's going white. Let's check the chat room. Niggas don't live that long in P-Town, so as a white person, well, Scarf said that. Anyway, a honky who's who would bring liquor and cookies to a house inhabited by Chris Hansen. Apple Genius Bar with the pit stains on his work shirt, white. Cigar smoking Scotch Will and Bottom Slapping Advertisement Executive Mother of Pearl Cockazoid. Tenning Enthusiast, says Phil Lyrics. <laughs> Phil, Phil got some good ones today. <laughs> Snow Bunny, but we all know white men can't jump white. Sandusky's second cousin, twice removed. Larry, Larry Flint, white. Penn State t shirt wearing cheese lover. Talk through all the previews and the movie Negro, says People's Critic. Correct answer, white. white. It was a white man. Uh, here's speaking of porn, a man who, I think, oh God, so many people sent me this. A man who police allegedly, alleged broke into Eugene's home, into Eugene Holmes to look at pornography on the homeowner's computers was arrested. Oh. <laughs> In some cases, lubricant and towels were found next to the computer. Oh, 
are you serious? Hey, you know, Adam and Eve, fifty percent off. At the at least let it be my sperm on it. Somebody else's used lubricant. So, yeah, he tweeted himself. Yeah, at least his penis was not chafed when he was done. At the 21 year old Anton Owens burglarized the homes, guess the, guess the race. <laughs> yeah, According to the Eugene Police Department, <laughs> the investigation started when burglary victims who lived near Owens shared information about strange break ins and computer breaches. In the fall of 2011, a homeowner on Polk Street in Eugene reported an intruder had entered the home and surfed pornographic websites multiple times. In one incident, the homeowner's son woke up to find the intruder in his bedroom. In his bed? You think he's like, shh. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> it's like, I think it was just a dream. I don't know. In case, in a case from March, a female resident said she returned home, found porn on her computer monitor. She also found lubricant towels and a cell phone nearby. When she picked up the cell phone, she called... But she picked up the what? Go ahead, Scar. <laughs> the sticky got it in so good he forgot his phone. <laughs> That's yeah, how you get caught. Like, did did it cook? Did it cook meals and shit too? I mean, come on. I mean, he left his DNA on the towel. Come on. That's how everybody gets caught. Leaving the tape in the VCR. We all know this. Uh-huh. Uh, so an intruder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. First of all, and also I like the guy in the fall of 2011 who could have been looking at porn himself. But it sounds like his wife caught him or something. He's like, no, an intruder broke in multiple times. Why don't you believe me? <laughs> I told you stop looking at the site, Jamel. Lee, why would I look at it? You told me already once. No. Now, now this nigga got caught. He's like, see? I told I you. the truth. It's a year ago. Um, <clears throat> in a case from March, a female resident said, oh, yeah, so she found lubricants and a cell phone. Okay, she picked up the cell phone. And she saw Owens outside her home sliding glass door. Police said. <gasps> Owens shouted at her and threatened to break the door. He had his dick in his head and then the iPod held up like say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he then pulled on the lock, entered the home and threatened to kill her. Owens grabbed the lubricant and the phone before running out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'll kill you. Where's my oh, phone? Well, at least he bought his own lube. I can't even take a nap no more at the post uh, post uh Coitus. Nigga, you know how much Astro Glide costs? Right. <laughs> I, I just picture him angrily snatching that shit off the carpet. Like, give me my fucking lubricant. Interrupting me my while phone. I'm trying to have sex in your house. You keep my keep the sperm towel. I don't care about that. In a separate case, a man returned home and found Owens inside. Well, he, this nigga stays to the last second. <laughs> he never just gets in and gets out, man. He's like, he's like, he cook meals. He take baths. Come right. on, dog. Yo, why you just go in and steal the things that he need to watch the shit. Right, just steal the laptop. It's like <laughs> I don't have internet. What was I supposed to do? Uh, Owens ran out of the home, leaving pornography on the monitor and towels next to the computer. <laughs> I, I, do you think he brings his own towels, or do you think these are the well, people's at towels? At least he brings his own lube. I don't know about the towels. <laughs> Owens is charged with burglary, menacing, and coercion as a result of police investigation. Oh man, that is mine. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't think you bought this lube, so I'm gonna need that back. Okay. Yeah, so you gonna have to pay me five. It's not like for that it's not like lube. I'm stealing your laptop. I'm, I'm leaving just- it here with porn on it. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> no one's thanked me for shit. Uh, so what is West the race scar and Sherry of Anton Owens? Black. Black. 
okay that was easy they just immediately went to black uh scar uh scar said black in the chat room too he's double guessing uh brent says i'm I'm playing along like i always do uh brent Brent says (laughs) one who raped your black daughter yes he deserved to die i hope he burns in hell he y'all so in hell okay so i guess that's white bacon eating kim kardashian loving let me hold five dollars asking darky just a nasty ass nigga says a rod Wee Herman looking Gorgonzola cheese lubricant user. So that's white. <laughs> Fred Willard White says from the Jacks. Turn down for Blue Hippo computer finance in black. <laughs> oh, wow. Shit. God that's damn. serious right there. That would hurt a little bit. Distant cousin of the now instinct, now extinct Crackersaurus Hunkaloid. West Coast Productions watching Coons. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to WCP, baby. Yes. Ashley Three Classy says fried cheese eater but likes Kool-Aid, aka mixed. Madden Lover. Uh all right, correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. Psych, he's he's black. Come on, no, be honest. He is black. Ain't no white people named Anton. Yes, Owens. I'm, I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> Man, uh, if that would be the best guess to raise ever. I like the shock on everybody's face. Like, what? <laughs> white. <laughs> That's a nigga name. Take it back. <laughs> you might fool me, but that's the one I don't believe you, Rod. Orlando, Florida. Oh, Florida. A man hanging a man hanging from a car was dragged at speeds of sixty miles an hour for by two men accused of ransacking his shed, then beating him up after he confronted them. White. Oh. <laughs> According to the deputy report, the victim Danielle uh, uh, Daniel Kinstall witnessed Anthony Chipman and Hubert Singer, 72, breaking into the store shed on Wednesday night, stealing tires, rims, and scrap metal, and loading them into a Nissan truck. Kinsel then went to the driver's side of the truck and tried to shut the car's ignition off so the suspects wouldn't drive away. That nigga holding on like a Grand Theft Auto 4, son. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then Chipman, 20 years old, grabbed his arm and pulled him further into the truck. Now, that's the opposite way that you want to go. You, first, you're like, don't let me go. Then it's like, wait a minute. Don't take me. <laughs> I don't want to go with you. I know, right? Kinsel stabbed one of the suspects in the chest as the car <gasps> sped up to 60 miles an hour, Ooh. dragging him while hitting him in the face with wooden handle of a hammer. Damn. Wait a minute. So does that mean they didn't have the hammer, the hammer part of the hammer or that they had the hammer and instead of the metal, they hit him with the wood anyway? Like, which, what happened there? Uh, anyway, Chipman and Singer have both. I shouldn't be trying to figure out Florida. Anyway, Chipman and Singer have I did, both. I didn't say that with you. <laughs> stop trying to be scared of chill. She know Florida's <laughs> ratchet. Don't let her try to come up here and scare us. Like her scaring us from talking about Florida is only perpetuating the stereotype that Florida is scary. Like it's not helping. <laughs> I kill you. Talk about Florida, okay? <laughs> that, that, that's what. That's kind of the point we're making. Chipman and Singer have both been charged with armed kidnapping, aggravated battery, and burglary of, of a structure, and grand theft in the third degree. Guess the race of the criminals: Chipman and Hubert, Anthony Chipman and Hubert Singer. Uh, Scar went with white. I'm, Sherry, what I'm you think? I'm going white. white people all around. Okay, both people went with white. Let's check the chat room. Uh, Black says Dazrin. Uh, love and hip hop watching live tweet member of Black Twitter. Says Leonard Brothers, dread-headed darky, <laughs> someone who walks through Walmart with their child on the leash. That that's white. That's white. Both are meth head white. Says Popson. 
wizzy white says ashley three classy uh i have one black friend white <laughs> jordan's camper and lovers of little boosie which i don't know if that's white or black <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't know the answer to that mm-hmm. uh correct answer is white mm-hmm. they are white uh all right three people were arrested after a heroin sale at a fast food restaurant white <laughs> going with white all right <laughs> no i'm, I'm away i'm away all right J- jar this god damn it son of a bitch jarion everett Tashauna Sadie Robinson. Oh no. <laughs> and and Darian Gerard Graham were arrested after police witnessed heroin being sold at a Chick-fil-A in Wilmington. Oh no, that's a Chick-fil-A. Boycott this Chick-fil-A. Yes, yeah, n- n- that's the truth. Boycott that Chick-fil-A. Uh countering <laughs> you you know how many people can't boycott this Chick-fil-A because they got heroin addictions. Like, uh-huh. It's, it, it, they seem like the type of people that would actually go order some Chick-fil-A so they can use the Chick-fil-A bag and put the heroin in the Chick-fil-A bag so they can slide it under the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, have it wide open until they get the Chick-fil-A bag. You know what? That might be why Chick-fil-A so good. They sprinkle heroin on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Counter-narcotic counter agents arrested three people, including... <laughs> <laughs> including a re- included a reputed Bloods gang member after witnessing oh. a man selling heroin at Chick Fil A in Wilmington. So wait, the they hired a Bloods member or was just like, I can't. What the fuck oh, was this Chick Fil A like? In Delaware, uh, wow. Wilmington. Uh, let me see. Nah, it doesn't say if it's well, in they, Delaware. They, they, they were like, I would like to get that number twenty, that heroin combo. Right, I just want to know, like, what was their customer service like? Because every Chick-fil-A I've ever been to was extremely nice. Yes. So I, I can't imagine these fucking gang member drug dealers being all like, Hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. How can I take your order? Like, mm. I just picture them being like, welcome to Chick-fil-A. You want that shit or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shit. Like, you just go to... You just, <laughs> Like, you know that, you know that line, you know that line was long as shit and there was people in the line like, uh, yeah, uh, I like to order, um, a number, a number 7A, if you know what I mean. And, um, I only got $9. So, uh, I got these two cheeseburgers from McDonald's though. Come on, man, please, baby. I suck your dick, Chick-fil-A. Cow. I suck your dick, filet. Um, the new. Yeah, the, the cow. Yeah, he said the dick of the cow. Yeah. yeah. The new, I like that. I did find it ironic when we went to Chick Fil A Friday, that their ad campaign is militant cows protesting <laughs> eating chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Eat protesting eating chicken. Me. I was like, that seems like kind of ironic <laughs> to the boycotting cows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the new Hanover County Sheriff's Office Vice and Narcotics Unit set up surveillance on Wednesday at the Market Street Chick Fil A. Surveillance on Chick Fil A. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this, you think they sit in some undercover dudes to buy like heroin and shit? <laughs> hey, let me get, let me get, uh, one of them heroin biscuits, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, here you go, man. Abracadabra! Abracadabra! <laughs> That's the cold word. <laughs> yeah. Abracadabra, man! <laughs> <laughs> Abracadabra, my nigga! 
<laughs> you going to jail. Yeah, half make fans get that. Um, near the new center drive intersection and watched as an employee, Jarvon Everett sold heroin out the restaurant's back door. <gasps> the back door? Now, you know you ain't supposed to leave the back door open if you ever worked at any fast food restaurant. And don't you think it's going to be suspicious when that bitch keep opening in and out and they know you ain't taking trash <laughs> yeah, all day long? It's just niggas standing in the line at the door in the back. In the back of the building? Yeah, I got that H, dog. The unit launched an investigation into the suspected heroin dealer after receiving complaints that an individual was selling drugs from a local business. Heroin has become a local focal point of counter-narcotics investigators in Wilmington and New Hanover County as use in the highly addictive and potential, potential fatal drug has grown in recent years. The arrest at a family-focused fast food restaurant famous for chicken sandwiches only underscores the problem's ubiquity. It was unclear how long Everett had worked at Chick-fil-A. Attempts to contact the restaurant as well as the company's corporate headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia, for comment was unsuccessful. Of course. As they hung up on us and called us homosexuals. As the, car, <laughs> as the county narcotics unit prepared to approach Everett after the deal, Darian Gerard Graham, 23, Pulled into the back parking lot and handed Everett a Bojangles chicken box containing 50 bags of heroin. Shit. You work at Chick-fil-A. You work at Chick-fil-A. What? Bojangles box. I know that. That's the reason why Chick-fil-A won't fuck with this nigga, son. Right. We we are completely severing all ties. Like, why would you bring the... That's even more suspicious. Like, and most places you eat at don't allow you to bring competitors' food in their right. restaurant. He, he then gave him cocaine in the form of Popeye's chicken bags. Like, why? Anyway. I um, bet, bet Chick fil A looked at that. Bojangles, that's beneath us. What the hell? Where'd they get an empty? <laughs> anyway. Get uh, an empty ass Chick Bojangles box. <laughs> agents arrested. Maybe the people he was selling it to were gay. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh. They were boycotting Chick-fil-A. Oh, oh baby. They, they were conscious <laughs> drug dealers. <laughs> it's like, you know what, man? You know what? I'm going to sell heroin to the community. But I tell you this much, I'm for gay rights. So it's not out of no Chick-fil-A <laughs> bag. It'll be out of goddamn Mojangles bag because that's what I believe in. Hey, baby, do you think they had that big-ass suitcase they give you when you order your eight-piece meal? <laughs> you you go to order a piece meal and then also you have to put a thousand dollars in unmarked bills on the counter yes they give you like a fucking suitcase it's big too it's the only place where they hang your meal and they go same time man same time no quick motions imagine, imagine the the person at the counter having to fucking take each bill and put it up to the light <laughs> right <laughs> trying to approve the transaction yeah a bunch of wrinkled up bills I, I also i imagine at some point there's like a gun standoff between uh, between the the chicken people and shit. Oh, do oh do you think you think that Cold Wells was like eat more chicken? Gotta want need gotta have bojangles. That's that's that's, that's what we're I doing. think people was getting their chicken and they was looking at that shit like, like yeah man. Last time I got my chicken, it wasn't really the top quality chicken. You know what I'm saying? I will be I back. I didn't get all the pieces of my chicken. I ordered eight pieces and got two. Go back and get my sword. Kill everybody. Um. Oh, that's serious. Anyway, man, I don't feel like reading the rest of this coon ass shit man but i but i should i should hold on let me finish it i'm sure there's something else funny going on um it was un- yeah okay so at as the county narcotics unit prepared to approach every after the deal darian gerard graham 23 yeah pulled over the bojangles bag uh agents arrested Everett and graham Tashona sadie robinson 19 who was in the car with graham who was also arrested all three <laughs> 
Sadie. <laughs> like, like why would you? Why would you fuck her first name of just to Sadie? Right. Like, and that's gonna fuck her whole resume up. Yeah, Sadie. That's that's like a 1952. That's an old school name right there. All three suspects face charges of conspiracy. <laughs> It's conspiracy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like this shit we got John Gotti on and these niggas. <laughs> like what? What you in for? Conspiracy. Conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy on that chicken. Conspiracy. <laughs> uh conspiracy, heroin possession, and possession of drug paraphernalia. When agents arrested Graham, he was carrying more than a thousand dollars in cash, even though he is unemployed. Um, they said Graham is a member of the Bloods. By Thursday evening, Graham and Robinson had posted bail and were released from custody pending trial. Everett was still confined in New Hanover County Jail under a $25,000 bond. Guess the race of all three of these dudes. People. Niggers. All right. Let me check the chat room. Uh, the chat room is going to be racist. <laughs> uh, NFL running backs. I have four brothers, but we all have different daddies. Black. Oh God, these hurt. <laughs> to the soul, don't this, they? This is how white people must feel listening to the show when it's white people. Cell phone, black, aka BLAC, no C, please. BLAK, BLAK, no C, please. Uh, nigga, nigga, fry, greasy spoon, chicken dinner, a tar baby with tattooed teardrops, gold teeth wearing white tee wearing, a walk a flock of love, a brig squad, bumpy Johnson, black, Murray's promade user. Pomade user, I'm sorry. One who has lower property value for the lo- for the whole neighborhood. Oh, because there is no way Chick Fil A is in the hood. Uh, trap baby who don't know no better. Black, black dynamite. One who tells a horrible lie during a first forty eight investigation. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I like that, man. That's that's the sh- that's that first forty eight, man. Yeah, y'all all right. It's black people. Come on. Hey, um, I looked up. I looked up the. I looked it up, and mm. it's, it's actually it's in North Carolina. Oh yeah, we had a couple in North Carolina. I don't like that's what's funny to me. Chills like I'm gonna expose North Carolina. I'm like nigga, we be looking for articles. Like this, this ain't no, like we don't shy away. I don't be like Greensboro, no, Mm-mm. not Greensboro. I be like, yes, it's our, ratchetness. Everywhere. Our state is ratchet too. Yes, it is. Florida just happens to be the most ratchet. In <laughs> yes, the world. yes. Um, all right, a man who traded ten thousand dollars worth of fish for crack. Oh, <gasps> was sentenced to rehab. A South San Francisco man who stole $10,000 worth of fresh fish to trade for $400 in crack cocaine was given a... (laughs) (laughs) That's not even a fair fucking trade. You're not even getting a dollar per dollar. Oh, I love crackheads, man. Oh, I told you, man, on the show, dog. Crackheads only have two categories of shit. Shit I can sell for crack and crack. That's the only thing he's they believe in, dude. $10,000 worth of fridge sold for $400. $400. He also gave a man, uh, he also sold all his sheep for three magic beans. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, um, uh, he was given a three year suspended prison sentence Thursday, cause why, why lock him up? Let's suspend it. On the condition that he enter a residential treatment program to tackle his drug addiction, San Mateo Superior Court Judge Lisa Novak handed down the sentence to 44 year old Byron Bates. You know, here's the thing. I don't feel bad for young crackheads, but I do feel a little sympathy for old crackheads. And I think 44 is right at the line where it's like, you might not have known. I don't know. 
I mean, you shouldn't have did it, but maybe you didn't know you were going to be on crack for the rest of your life. Uh, he, he pleaded no contest and made a still in the delivery truck from South San Francisco-based Newport Fish Company where he was employed. <laughs> That's a crackhead crime. Yes, that is. He's not even trying to cover it up. He's just stealing the work truck and shit. I'll be right back. Like, what? <laughs> what happened to the truck? The what fuck are you food? doing, Byron? I'm, I'm confused on this guest to race, by the way. No, <laughs> Novak ain't not. Well, it is San Francisco, so yeah, I can see how I can get confused. No, because the, the crime is so black, but the punishment is so white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's those liberals in San Francisco. Bates, who has been accepted into the Lancy Street Foundation's addiction recovery program in San Francisco, wiped away tears and thanked the judge for a second chance to turn his life around to get some more crack. It just felt a lot of guilt. I just feel a lot of guilt right now. In October 2011, Bates worked as a driver for the seafood distribution distribution company and had been assigned to make a round of fresh fish deliveries in Sacramento on October 14th. <clears throat> By 4 p.m. that day, customers were calling to complain no deliveries had been made. <laughs> <laughs> After the owner of the company tried unsuccessfully to contact Bates, he called police. Four days later, the missing delivery truck was found abandoned in Oakland. <laughs> Four days later... <laughs> Most of the fish was gone, so they left some. What remained was rotten, according to the district Yeah, four days in that heat. Bates was arrested in South San Francisco, and an investigators determined he had traded the fresh fish for four thousand. I mean, for four hundred dollars worth of crack. Bates, had, had, who had been in San Mateo County Jail since his arrest, will be required to live at Delancey Street Foundation's residential facility for a minimum of two years. Guess the race. Black. I'm gonna say black, but I'm confused. All right, let's check the chat room, man. Uh, let's see, Ruth's Mar- movie marathon watcher can't be black. Would have gotten way more crack than that. Plus, he didn't go to jail. That nigga is white. Old black man who, <laughs> old black man whose former band was featured on Unsung. Oh, <laughs> catches fish with his bare hands. White shrimp boot wearing to the mall. Bob Saget lookalike. Porch monkey. Bibbidi Bobbidi, aka White, Crunchy Black, former thirty, former three six mafia member, <laughs> Hillbilly Handfish and White. Correct answer: Black. Mm-hmm. He was a black man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I, 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 was on the road. Con- I was confused because the punishment just it di- it didn't add up for a black person, but the crime was so black. Yeah, the crime was so black. There's not even no thought to it. <laughs> like just good like they know you put in an application they know your real name like he just yes, was like, like they can't find you like it's just it's like that it's like that Chappelle show where he's like uh fifty thousand dollar crack party and shit like it's just like what what's the logic in this mm-hmm. <clears throat> a man arrested on suspicion of panhandling in oklahoma city told officers there was no point in getting the job because he made sixty thousand dollars last year damn Mm-hmm. Guess the race. According to the police report, an officer spotted Shane Warren Spiegel, 45, panhandling near Interstate 40 earlier this month. When the officer approached Spiegel, he told him it was illegal to panhandle without a permit. Spiegel asked if he could get a permit that day and apl- implied the $200 fee was not a bad price. According to the report... <laughs> The officer asked Spiegel why he didn't just get a job, and Spiegel replied, I'm lazy, and I made $60,000 doing this last year. Why would I go get a job? The officer told Spiegel without a permit and an insurance policy, he could not panhandle, giving him a war- and gave him a warning to leave. But 20 minutes later, the officer reported again, seeing Spiegel panhandling the same spot. Spiegel was arrested on complaint of soliciting on, from the street and taken to Oklahoma County Jail. Guess the race. Black. 
White. All right, chat room. Guess the race of Mr. Spiegel, the $60,000 panhandling. CEO of Hellman, Hellman's Mayonnaise. <laughs> Nick Collison in the face white because nobody at OKC get, would give a black man money. A white OKC, a white OKC Thunder fan who hit rock bottom because he was in the summer in the Bron, <laughs> Native American and white Scott Brooks cousin white. He does kind of look like Scott Brooks cousin. So the correct answer is white. white. Uh, because, yeah. because the, 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 the clues were, he said, you got to have a permit. Niggas would have been like, oh, a permit? All right, then, and left. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no black person would have stayed there and been like, well, where can I get a permit? I think the clue was Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll right. tell you what the clue was for me. Uh, the police didn't arrest him the first time they talked to him. True. And, and also, he, he went back to the same spot. Yeah. Nigga would have moved the block over. When the police was like, True. now get out of here. That was like, you know, if that was a nigga, the police would have been like, you make more than me, get my billy club. This, 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 this is uppity Negro has to be put you know, in this place. He'd have been like, permit, permit. I ain't buying no goddamn permit. Uh, that's how that conversation would have went. Um, I don't know. I don't think black people always talk to the police like that. But uh. oh no, that, nah, I just said I was gonna say it to their face now. Oh, but, okay. but but that would have been said at some period of time while they walked three blocks over. Uh, feet. Uh, this I just thought this was funny, but I guess you can guess the race. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. At least 21 people have been treated for burns after attendees of an event by motivational speaker Tony Robbins. Try to walk on hot coals. They are, they are all white. Every single oh. one. The, they're all, they are all white. The San Jose Mercury News reports that at least three people went to the hospital and most suffered second or third degree burns. Oh, shit. Robbins was hosting a four-day gathering called Unleash the Power Within. They, they unleashed though. the power on their feet. He unleashed the power within them hot coals <laughs> on their feet. Yes, he did. Witnesses say on Thursday, a crowd went to the park where 12 lanes of hot coals were laid out on the grass. Robinson, Robinson's promise promotes the firewalk experience in which people walk on superheated coals. Witness, witness Jonathan Correll says he heard screams of agony. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish I could see this. <laughs> Why would you even do that shit? It makes no Yo. sense. And, and really, and you know they're white because it only takes one person to scream for nobody fucking else to do it. Right. They're like, he just didn't have the faith. Ah, I don't either. I don't have the faith either. <laughs> fire Captain Reggie Williams says organizers had an open fire permit and emergency personnel won't stand by and were pretty fucking busy, apparently. Guess the race. 21 people. Of Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. They are all white. I'll what? follow him on Twitter. You follow him on Twitter? Yeah, I do. So you already know his race. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tony Robbins. Oh, is, Tony yeah. Robbins race? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he mad famous or something? I don't know this dude. Yeah. yeah. He, was in, yeah. Um, and he was also in... Um, he was in Shadow Hell. Oh, okay. He hypnotized Hell. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, man. Yeah, Tony Robbins is a, is, is a big deal, son. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, fuck it. Then. Don't guess the race. I didn't know that nigga was famous. Next. And my thing is that I, I I I didn't know who he was, but they definitely got to be all white because niggas show up and we see coals. We like what we barbecue cooking and frying, and it ain't gonna be us. I almost spit out my water. <laughs> For real, I come in and see some fucking coals. I know we ain't walking on that shit. I don't see no pig. What's the luau going on? Cause it ain't me. <laughs> 
Fuck that. The sad part is that black people showed up later when there was a barbecue. So. Yes. It's like, nah, it was just feet. <laughs> but like, nah, we we get burned. Baby pig's feet. Yeah, right. Uh, a locked Sheldrake woman is accused of chasing a homeowner with a samurai sword after damaging the television and computer monitor inside his residence. Jaleesa Wright, 21, <laughs> guessed the race. Forced her way into a home in the village on Monday. She is said to have known the homeowner and claimed he owed her money. After damaging the TV, monitor, and other property, Wright grabbed a sword with an 18-inch blade and threatened the homeowner. Yeah, this is another reason I warn you people with swords. Wow. They can be used against you. The homeowner fled the residence. She then left but was arrested nearby. Wright was charged with first-degree burglary and third-degree criminal mischief, both felonies. She was also charged with three misdemeanors, fourth-degree criminal possession of a weapon, second-degree menacing, and petite larceny. Uh, she was arraigned on, in, town, on, in town of Liberty uh, Court and sent to Sullivan County Jail on $12,000 bail. Guess the race. She is black. Wow. Jaleesa Wright is black. What about you, Scar? I'm putting it in the chat so you can read along. Oh, okay. All right. Woman who talks at the movies. All right. Assuming that's black. <laughs> Check the chat room. Uh, what race is Jaleesa Wright? I had an adopted Cambodian daughter, and I'm not Cambodian white. Jaleesa, man, she she's a different world. Black. <laughs> the brown the brown M&M, Hillman, Co- Hillman College student. <laughs> Chairman of the Jocelyn from Love and Hip Hop Fan Club, Randy White, <laughs> LOL, uh, let's see, Negro, Jaleesa, black, black, correct answer, black. black. She is a black woman. Um, Another sword story, okay, more sword ratchetness. This is all over the place. A former bookmaker was today jailed for life for murdering his wife with a samurai sword after she discovered his secret love child. That's right. Oh, he, hold on. Mm-hmm. He murdered. He has a secret love child. She found out, so he killed her. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Sword people logic don't gotta make sense, Sherry. Scars right. going white already. All right. Because because it would it was if he was black, he would have killed her after she discovered his other baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, crazed Robert Dunson, 54, hacked his wife, Jean, 47, to death with a knife in one hand and a sword in the other as she slept in the bed. God damn. <laughs> he was thorough. What the fuck? She tried to fight him off, but he sank the blades into her chest, back, and throat 10 times at their home. Oh, he wanted to be sure she wasn't coming back. In Owlsbury, Berkshire, last May. Uh, brutal. Oh, wait, they got pictures of it. Okay. The drunken explosion came after she demanded a divorce, having discovered his 14-year-old son he had kept hidden from her after an affair with his ex-wife. 14 years. Dunson was jailed. Dunson was jailed today at Reading Crown Court and ordered to serve a minimum of 17 years. The court heard how Miss Dunson is a lawyer. Mrs. Dunson is a lawyer. Noticed the teenager at the defendant's mother's 80th birthday party in 2010. And recognized his similarity to her husband. <laughs> so, Damn. So they went to her husband's birthday party. I mean, it's her husband's mother's birthday, birthday party. party. And she saw the boy there. And she was like, damn, he look like my husband. Huh. Dunson admitted the betrayal and his wife filed for divorce. But they continue living together in separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, that <right>. was stupid. <laughs> Out of work, Dunson attacked his more successful 
uh partner on may 4th last year the jury i like how they shot that one at him like also he's a broke ass person so mm-hmm. fuck him the jury the jury uh heard how his prospects within his without his wife were glum and he was out of work without having previously managed a william hill bookmakers in Harlesden, northwest london one night of the on the night of the blood on the night of the bloodbath he drank a liter of brandy a liter is that a lot See a two oh, liter, no. two liter coke. Well, you know, you know, you can get a, you know, you can get a liter of uh, a soda. That's yeah, a that's a lot. Brandy, that's, that's a lot of brandy. Usually, a brandy that's, that's is pretty, like in a, a little yeah, the glass. glass. That glass bottle, ain't it? Yeah, he drank a liter of brandy while watching sports and stalked into a room. The attack was so ferocious that one of the blades broke off in his wife's body. <laughs> and he broke off some. The spectacle. <laughs> yes, he did. The bespectacled Dunson was found by police in the kitchen with the sword hilt against the wall and the edge resting on his chest. The prosecution said during the trial that this was a staged attempt by Dunson at suicide. Man, whatever, nigga. His, li- his wife was, yeah. You stabbed her up good. Believe you me, you won't take your life. You would have, son. Right. I'm trying to kill myself with this, laying this sword up against me. Okay. <laughs> you, you broke the blade off in your wife, sir. I think you know what the difference is. Mm-hmm uh let's see uh his wife was then pronounced dead when she lay with her phone dangling just yards away hint of a final bid to call for help sentencing the judge sentencing the husband judge john ready ho ready ho name ready to go we ready ho why are you taking so long put your makeup on <laughs> let's get ready to go ho you murdered your wife in the most violent and brutal manner inflicting many wounds upon her body and two separate knives Two knives, one of which you left embedded <laughs> embedded in her body. In an impact statement read in court, her sister, Janet D'Onofrio, said, My sister Jean was very intelligent, articulate, and caring, a courageous woman. She was a daughter, sister, mother, and wife. The pain, devastation, and loss our family is feeling now is indescribable. All we have now are memories of the person who loved life. Oh man, that's that more shit, to that it. Shit, the, that's the, sad. The, that shit must have sounded like the 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 most evil version of the credits on House Party ever, son. <laughs> uh, that that's fucked up for people that that know that movie. Miss <laughs> Dunson, described by Judge Reddy Ho as an attractive, intelligent, hard-working professional woman, was a bright pupil growing up in Watford, Hurt. Hertfordshire. All this shit sounds like something from Lord of the Ring. And went on. Yes. Watford, Hertfordshire. Sounds like they were on a whimsical adventure. Well, Bilbo Baggins decided that he was time to go out and be. Anyway. <laughs> and went on to get a law degree from Birmingham University. She met Dunson in the 1980s when he was already married and had two sons, but he left his wife for Mrs. Dunson in 1991 and was divorced in 1992. Mm. Now, do y'all still feel so sympathetic? I do. Yeah, I mean, 14 that's, that's, years. Not just that, but this is fucked up. So. Yes, it is. A, a year later, they, <laughs> they set up a home, they set up home, but during an affair between 1995 and 1996, he left his ex-wife pregnant and kept the truth a secret. The jury has read I a mean, letter. I that's something that he could have told her. He could have, or he could have sliced her to death other, with a sword. Other than, kill, other than killing her, this dude was a genius. Well, I, I always say... For, for keeping it a secret for so long and, and just just ride on that shit another, i know another human being yes it's a very long time watch your back share like i always say that um the the measure of a of a relationship are the tough conversations you know 
and uh apparently he was not he was not trying he to was hide more it. he was more able to cut her with a knife and a sword than just, just have a conversation and accept that she wanted to leave you know i mean i'm sure that the tension was so thick that he could have cut her with a uh what cut, cut her with a knife never mind uh she uh she oh, a sword in this case it's so depth in you part so you'll have death in parts the j- right well he did with that knife <laughs> he's like i will do you parts oh wait death do you part oh shit my bad i will cut you in parts my bad i'm mad i'm read that? i read this wrong i thought it just said till do you parts and <laughs> i did her in many different parts the jury was read a letter mrs dunson had written after discovering the love child the letter said you are a liar a cheat and a coward I discovered you have been lying to me for 14 years. You have you haven't even had the decency to tell me. I feel foolish, gullible, and silly. As Mary J. Blige played in the background. Typical. I know this. Typical. You continue to see some sort of evil master plan when there was none. You claim you love me. Well, if you love me, then love should have brought your ass home last night. <laughs> You know that's what it said. Then she slapped him. Now it says, well, if the way you treated me and lied to me is love, you can keep it. Mm. Why? Because I bust the windows out your car. Uh, the defense attorney des- <laughs> described it. Att- the defense attorney described the attack as an explosion, explosion of unfortunate emotion uh, and blood and swords. Like how you just unfortunate go, emotions. It's unfortunate. I, you know, uh, a fortunate emotion is like crying at a movie. <laughs> you can't kill, kill somebody. somebody you know it's just unfortunate i take them like oh mm, my bad my bad my bad i'm sorry you ain't breathing no yeah. more bye my unfortunate bad emotion is what you what you feel when you watch the movie up right like i <laughs> you can't be like i tank that killing sorry um <laughs> the defendant was going through you a can't mess- take that one back the defendant was going through a messy divorce the defendant was suffering from a certain amount of mental illness however slight that might have been Set against the background and a number of incidents that had taken place uh, that didn't involve violence but unpleasant behavior, he snapped. He carried out the acts wet- that he carried out, which were not characteristic. Guess the race. Scar said white. What about you, Sherry? Yes, white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think is going on. Game of Thrones, House of Lannister, white. <laughs> this does seem like some Game of Thrones shit. My parents had the same last name before they got married, white. A crackety cracker who thought today was the most eventful day in sports because golf, baseball, and NASCAR. One who will become the subject of a Lifetime movie. That was an excerpt from the last Tyler Perry movie film, Love and a Blade, Black. Correct answer? Black. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. Yes. I, too, couldn't believe it. Mm-mm. I saw that picture. I was like, this? This some black people. That was the <laughs> exception, not the rule. Yeah, we sorting people to death in England now. That's how we get down. I guess so, so. Well, hey, I say every time you break a stereotype, it's a positive. It's positive for black people, even the negative ones. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> this has been an episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Our guests have been sharing Scar from Scarcasm Live. Make sure you check them out. GeeseGoneRaw.com. dot com. It is dot com, right? Uh, yes. Alright. Scarcasm Live, uh, search that on, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, same thing with the Dream Team. Search okay, that. It's funny as fuck, son. Look for them on Twitter. It's at Sherry's Joy, at Scarfinger, and at 
the dream team and there's a three instead of the first e in dream team it'll be in the show it's notes the second e. Second e. oh it's the second e yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I wouldn't count the one in D. It's the second E. So the three in the three there's a three instead of an E in Dream. Uh it'll be in the show notes for those of you who are easily confused like I am. Um of course follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um say that again, that is in D A T. The show Twitter is at TBGWT. This show was sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions and their investors who picked their favorite audio plays uh in their library right now. It's drive through featuring me and Karen. Mm-hmm. For the best comedy, best drama, dancey, most fucked up, the Oak Box. And links to those will be on the website. Go check them out, guys. Support our sponsor because that shit helps us. And you also get an audio play. So it's not, you know, it's not for nothing. Mm-hmm. Spend a dollar, get an audio play, be entertained for an hour or so, and uh, come back and thank us later, man. And it helps us look good. Um, and also, sponsored by Adam and Eve, put in the code TBGWT. And you get 50% off of one item, free DVDs, free shipping, free extra gift, adamandeve.com, TBGWT, treat yourself. Go ahead and get that, that lube, that flashlight, that mm-hmm. head honcho. Yes, yeah, so and when you break it into people's house watching porno, you can bring your own lube. Right. You won't need as many towels. Um, also, make sure you got, and make sure you go back and get your cell phone. Um, Please do. If you get 50% off, you might not have to go back and get your lube because you can just get it cheap. Adam and Eve might have drawers where you can put your cell phone in it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, you know, make sure you guys go to theblackouttest.com, subscribe, uh, uh, donate, um, leave comments, vote in the polls, all that great stuff. Donate your account. Um, all that stuff helps us go listen to some of our guest appearances on other people's shows. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to get introduced to a show yes, in case you want to know what it's like. And, you know, also you get bonus Ryan and Karen. You yes, know? you do. So, uh, make sure you guys are doing all that stuff. Um, that's cool. Uh, we're on every form of social media except Pinterest. So do all that shit. Yep. And, um, am I leaving anything out, Karen? Mm-mm. All right. Well, until next time, uh, Thursday, where I believe our guest will be Yoli the Jew. Uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. A tornado flew around my room before you came. Excuse the mess it made. It usually doesn't rain in Southern California, much like Arizona. My eyes don't shed tears, but body boy, when I'm thinking about you, who no no no. I've been thinking about you, you know, no, no. I've been thinking about you. Do you think about me still? Do you, do you, or do you not think so far ahead? Cause I've been thinking about forever. Ooh. Or do you not think so far ahead? No, I don't like you, I just thought you were cool enough to kick it Got a beach house I could sell you in Idaho Since you think I don't love you, I just thought you were cute That's why I kiss you Got a fighter jet, I don't get to fly it Though I'm lying down thinking about you Oh, no, no, no I've been thinking about you, you no, no, no. I've been thinking about you.
Wow.